Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 265 Media Football Show. I'm your host, Vince Side. This is episode 58, ladies and gentlemen. Man, what a week. What a week, week, week two NFL, NFL uh, week uh, of this past weekend. And obviously, college football as well. So I'm looking forward to today's show. I got my boy, Ben Fair. Man, Ben Fair, what a week. Welcome back on the show, man. And I'm excited, man. You can you can already tell. And by the way, yours truly. Which, by the way, real quick before you go, Ben Fair, I want to thank the audience for listening to the show every every week on the 265 Media Football Show, man. I mean, listen, I'm I'm gonna reach by, for my number one goal to be top to be in the top ten uh, pretty pretty soon, which I I know I will. But I just want to shout out the audience, man. I love you guys, and I like to make the show comedy and keep it real at the same time. But Ben Fair, how was your weekend? I'm I'm looking forward to today's show because yours truly is a is busy this week. I got a podcast today with you. Hey, I got a podcast with my boy Kev and Josh and uh, my buddy Manny and my buddy Lucas and Samari. So I'm a, I got a packed show tomorrow. So what is good, Ben Fair? How was your weekend? And welcome back on the show. I'm happy to be back on the show, man. Um, you know, it was a, it was tough on Saturday. You know, almost seeing Alabama lose to USF. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a nightmare watching those two QBs. Um, but, you know, thankfully Washington, you know, had a nice, really nice comeback win over Denver, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about later. And uh, also, I, I know it's not football, but the Orioles clinched the playoffs, man. Um, you know, they clinched the playoffs for only the sixth time in my, in my lifetime. Uh, so this is a big, really, really big accom- accomplishment. Not only did we clinch the playoffs, we're still uh, a couple games ahead in the AL for first place, uh, just above Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Rays. So uh, I'm proud of my Orioles, man. But, you, can talk shit, you can talk shit to Yankee fans and Blue Jays fans if you want. Yeah, I can talk shit to the whole AL East this year. We're beating all their asses this year. That's true. Congratulations, man, because everybody had you guys 70 games, 60 wins. That's, that's, which is, that's crazy. See, Ben, I know. Yeah, people had us at like 72, 74 wins. Yeah, apparently, for the most part. apparently, apparently, but that was blasphemous. But it is what it is. And, but it is, it is a football show, so we, we got to keep going. So, with, with that being said, Ben, if you want to get out of the way, talk about the Bama game. We want to talk about Tennessee first. We want to talk about, you know, the Tar Heels first. Or do you want to talk about the Florida State game? Because that was a good game, too. Um, I say we talk about the Bama game uh, okay. first. You know that okay. was that was the biggest nightmare. Yes. Um. You know, week three. Um. You know, you you would think you would have all your positions figured out, like who your starters are, who your rotational guys are. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, everyone should have a good concept of what role they have. Uh, the last thing you kind of want is QB controversy, uh, yes. especially. Yeah. You know, Jalen Milrow played well week one. Yep. Um, you know, he had some struggles against Texas, but Texas is a good team. Um, you know, they have uh, arguably a top five offensive line this year. Yep. Uh, arguably have a, uh, one of the better defensive lines in football this year. A lot of their players came back from last season, mm-hmm. pretty much outside of Bijan and, and Rashawn Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Texas is a good team. It was unfortunate that Alabama lost. But going into USF, you know, you would think you would play Jalen Milrow, yep. uh, you know, to build some confidence back into him, allow him to get more comfortable in the scheme yep. uh, and what the offensive coordinator wants to run. But Nick Saban decided to go with uh, Tyler Buckner. Uh, he was god-awful. Uh, yep. Yep. You know, Nick Saban went with him for – 
what what was it the first half pretty much yep. uh even after the rain delay i thought after the rain delay he was gonna pull him yeah i thought Jalen milro would come in you know just win this fucking game and then if you want to play a quarterback late another quarterback late you play another quarterback late but um you know he put tyler buckner in after the rain delay let him play out that rest of the second quarter and then Ty Simpson came and played the second half. Once again, I thought it was going to be Jalen Miro coming out the half. All right, yep. let's just win this fucking game. Yep. But no, it was Ty Simpson. He played a little bit better, but, you know, he had his issues too. He had a hard time, you know, picking up where the blitz was coming from. Yeah. Um, he took a lot of sacks. I mean, I think Tyler Buckner took a lot of sacks too. This this offensive line is is having a lot of issues. The same problems yeah, for for an offensive line that came in with a lot of with a lot of freaking hype about yeah. how big they were, they're having a lot of issues. Um, they're run blocking relatively well, but they don't really get the big holes until late in games. Yeah, uh, we saw in this game. I mean, we didn't start running the ball crazy well until the second half. Uh, yeah. Roy Dell Williams had like ten carries for 120 yards in the second in the second half. Um. They got to do a better job. They got to do a much better job. They need to be one of the ten or fifteen best units in, in college football. Uh, we need for this team to 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 win ball games. We need to be a top twenty top twenty rushing team in college football. Obviously, the passing game is going to have its issues. Thankfully, Nick Saban came out and announced Milrow is, is the quarterback. Yep. Um, I'm I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he he learned everything he needed to know about the other two quarterbacks against USF. Yeah, from the ways they struggled. Um, defense, they played well. Um, they played very very well. Uh, they need to get more pressure on the quarterback. Yep. Um, but I think that will come with time. I think some, like I said, some of the guys are you know first year starters. Yeah. Uh, they're getting they're getting their first opportunity to really play. Uh, we got a lot of young guys, a lot of sophomores. Yep. We got a freshman starting as well. So um, I think over the course of the season, they'll they'll get even better. Um, but offensively, Jalen Milrow needs a system that caters to him and his running ability. Allow him to throw the deep ball from time to time because he throws a good deep ball, but you got to take advantage of his ability to, to, to run the ball, uh, especially with Jason Coelan and Roy Dell Williams and Justice Haynes uh, as our running backs. Um, that's that's the only way we're going to win any games this year. Um, but outside of that, man, I was just happy that we got the dub. And yeah. we, we got Ole Miss coming up this, this upcoming week. Not going to be easy. No, Ole Miss is not going to be easy at all. Uh, Lane Kiffin, uh, we get to go up against Pete Golding. Uh so that's that's gonna be real fun. Hopefully that brings an energy to the players. Like, uh-huh. uh huh. Hey, you just fucking left us. Uh, so let's fuck you. Let's fuck your ass up. Uh huh. Ole Miss. Ole Miss just struggled with Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was what ten three going into the fourth quarter of that uh-huh. game as uh-huh. well. Obviously, I think they ended up putting up like thirty, uh, thirty something against Wyoming, but they struggled. Um, even, even last week, Trey, when Trey Harris went down with the injury, I think he, yeah. still, he was still hurt. He didn't play this game. Um, Jack, that was Jackson Dart's number one receiver by a yeah. mile was Trey was. Harris. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, without him, Jackson Dart, you know, he's come back down the normal. Um, so, if, if Trey Harris isn't available to play against us, they got Quinchon Junkins, who's incredible. I think he's one of the best running backs in the country, but he's yet to get it going, really, in the running game. He, You know, last year, last year this is a guy – as a freshman who had like just under 1600 yards rushing and he hasn't had a hundred yard game yet this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. so if, and we're really good against stopping the run. Yeah, you um, are. Um, so if Quinchon can't get it going against us and Jackson Dart is struggling to find some of these other receivers on the team with Trey Harris out, I, that's, that's what we need to win this football game. Um, and hopefully we can take advantage of Ole Miss's running uh, efficiencies of stopping the run. Yeah. Um, but that's going to be a really good football game. That's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I think that game. I game. think that game in UCLA at Utah is going to be the best game of this weekend. Um, UCLA, now, who? At Utah. At Utah. And Utah, yeah, man. Shout out! I want to shout out Dante Moore, quarterback yes. UCLA. Yes. Yes. Uh, this kid. This kid is a freshman. He's taking over for. Uh, oh boy, that's just got that's in Cleveland. DTR, DTR, yeah, yes. DTR. Um, Dante Moore is incredible. Like I said, he, this kid is a freshman. He's just as good, if not better, than DTR. Yeah, uh, he's he's definitely going to be better than DTR by the time he's draft eligible. Yeah, uh, Dante Moore, incredible talent. Kid's going to be a superstar at UCLA. Yep. Got to give got to give credit to Chip Kelly. He always does it in college football. I don't know, he gets talent. Gotta give- Gotta get chip credit with that. Um, now, now, with that being said, I gotta say something. Well, well, we had to tell Bama fans this, right? And you knew this, you knew this shit, you knew this shit was gonna happen, right? Listen, I, and I, I told Bama fans, like you know, like in, in, in general, and, and, and this year, man, and Ben, you, you knew this shit was gonna happen. Like, listen, I know you. Listen, eventually, you're not gonna have another Mac. Eventually, you're not gonna have another Bryce. I know you're not gonna have another Tua. Uh, like, like I told Ben, like like I told you, right? I know, like, your receivers are not Devontae Smith right now. I know it's not Tyler Brad, Kevin Ridley, and I get that, right? But at the end of the day, you knew this shit was going to happen eventually, right? Right? But, but I mean, listen, I know Bama fans are used to winning, but but eventually, Ben, it's, it's, it's you knew, you knew, like, like a roster like this was going to happen eventually, right? Our four hour Bama? Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you're going to have a regress in town eventually. Um, yep. You know, we've been very fortunate at the quarterback positions. Uh, you know, necessarily not a position that Bama's known for uh, over yep, the course yep. of Nick Saban's careers. You know, Nick Nick necessarily didn't win with NFL-level talent quarterbacks. I mean, he won AJ with A.J. McCarron. He won with Greg McEnroy. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, obviously he won with Tua uh, and and Mac Jones, but you know he won with a few guys. I mean, AJ obviously went to the league and he was a career backup, but you know AJ was a two time national championship in in college, and he was nothing close to being good in the NFL. You know, outside of being a good backup, he was not yeah. a good starter. You know, he nope. might win. He might have won a game here and there. For sure, yeah. But you didn't want him to start 16, 17 games a season as your yep. all-time starter. Yep. Um, you know, and so he went from Hurts 
to Tua, to Mac Jones, to Bryce Young. That's four really. That's the four best quarterbacks he's See, ever had. That's never gonna happen. That's that's really rare. Um, yeah. yeah, that's the four best quarterbacks he's ever had. You know, Jalen Murrow. We knew going into the year, he's not your true true quarterback, but we knew he threw a good deep ball. Uh, but we knew he had some timing issues, and he still does a little bit. Um, the guy's got a very strong arm. No, he it's does, just yeah. he, you know, sometimes. Uh, you know, just waits on when he on when he throws a deep ball. He needs yeah. he needs to get the ball out a little bit quicker. Yeah. Um. You know, trust trust the speed that you got that you have at your receiver position. Like, just yeah. let it throw it. Let your guys run under it, and let's try and put some points on the board. Um, the accuracy stuff, it's it's getting better. It's getting better. Uh, you know, last year it was it was a little bit worse, so it's gotten a little bit better. It still needs to improve, but um, I think they really need to take advantage of, of his ability to run the football, his strength. Like, not only can he run it very well, but this he's a strong, strong guy. I mean, he's like 225, 230. Uh, we've seen him already break multiple, multiple tackles in the backfield yeah. when, when evading sacks. So, um, yeah, keep him out there. He's obviously the best athlete. He obviously has a stronger arm. Yeah, is his timing a little bit off? Sure. Is his accuracy a little bit off at times? Sure. Yep. But his his athleticism more than makes up for his inefficiencies, and it, it, they're way better, w- way better than than what you have at QB two and QB three at the moment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Way way by four by four. What well, the next game I want to talk about, and that's just been I will love the highlights. And I, when I was watching this game, I was like, wow, I'm talking about the Florida State game. And by the way, I, I got to shout out our boy Howard, man, because this guy was was suffering for three years, man. And then now they finally have a good coach since Jimbo Fisher, obviously. And they're talented, man. They really are. Shout out to Jordan Travis, man. And that Wilson guy, Ben, he was unbelievable with this game. I mean, and by the way, Boston College almost came back. Remember that fumble? And I'm like, oh, shit, here comes Boston College. But no, this Jordan Travis kid is for real. Uh, I love the kid. Um, you know, this was a close game, man. But but what 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 really won them the game was the defense, man. Shout out to Florida State defense. And when Ben, when Florida State's good, that's great for college football. So shout out to Florida State. Shout out to Howard. I'm happy that you're happy, man. Florida State's number four for a reason. And Ben, what's your thoughts, man? This was a great game. I I, I loved it. I loved it. And by the way, shout out to Mike Thomas' son. But go ahead. No, I mean, uh, you know, Florida State week one beat LSU. Um, beat them pretty, pretty easily too. Um, you know, everyone kind of jumped on the Florida state train. Um, I've been pumping my brakes these last two weeks on Florida state a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, last week, Jordan Travis, he had some, some issues with his completion percentage. Uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was a little bit of a wet game too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a little bit understandable, but. At the same time, I'm still going to critique it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then this week, you know, you're having some issues as a team and, and even as a little bit as a quarterback uh, of being able to put, you know, some big numbers up against Boston College. Yep. This, was, this was a game that they should have won by two two to three scores or more, um, you know, to allow Boston College to be in this ball game. Yeah. Uh, and especially late. Um, 
you know, it's kind of a little bit disappointing. You know, you can graduate the defense, but, you know, they couldn't stop the quarterback from doing anything. I mean, he had, he had like 400 total yards of offense just by himself. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm not on that Florida State band on that. I think they're going <laughs> to – I think they're eventually going to – they're going to eventually find somebody – uh, somewhere in the ACC, maybe maybe Clemson. That's Clemson's bounce back game is Florida State. Mm. Uh, you know, maybe Duke finds them, or maybe UNC finds them. Maybe Drake May exposes that defense a little mm. bit. Um, which we'll talk about Drake May here in a sec. He did oh, a, yeah. oh, he did yeah. a phenomenal job this weekend. Oh, he he really impressed me. Uh, I was already a Drake May fan. I already believed in him and stuff, but. This, what he did this weekend was incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah. No, so ben, I was why, impressed by him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting, but I get what you're talking about. Because remember, Ben, we, we, because we were like, Drake, why would you stay one more year with, with, the, with the Tar Heels, right? I'm like, Drake, why would you stay one more year, right? Because we, we thought they had weapons. But no, ben, Well, Drake, 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 Drake had to stay. He had no choice. He wasn't eligible for last That's year's show. That's, That's very true. But, no, Ben, you're right. The, my, my only problem for that game, though, for him, he made some two terrible interceptions, but but yeah, at the end of the day, listen, man, he was phenomenal. For yeah, but out, outside of those two interceptions, those two Sorry about that. You said you were saying about that now that except that for that one throw uh, from Drake May. So except for those two interceptions, yes, um, he was absolutely incredible. He was. He was. Um, you know, against a defense that's been you know probably top twenty and and defense the last two to three seasons. Yes. Um, you know, even just last year, they were the only team in the country last year to be top 15 in the stopping the run and stopping the pass. The only team in the country to be top 15 in both. That's incredible. Um, you know, and they returned one of the best safeties and one of the best corners in all of college football again this year. And I expected Drake May to struggle a little bit, or or if anything, I expected the run game to get, to get going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Drake May threw for 414 yards. He did. Uh, highly efficient throughout the entire game. Uh, and like I said, just outside of those two turnovers, those two little blemishes, he played a perfect game. Yes, he did. Yes, uh, he did. Against, against an incredible defense. So uh, he really, really, you know, helped bolster his uh, his draft stock. Yes, he did. I think the best throw for that game was to, was to Milrow. I, I think uh, right to the middle, man. That was, that was beautiful by, by Drake, man. But yeah, man, he's an underrated quarterback. Whoever drafts him out, so he goes to the right team, though, Ben. That's that's what I'm hoping for. But yes, you're right. After those two after those two picks, he recovered for sure. Yes, sure. Now, with that being said, uh, let's go with Johnson Watson's team, um, Tennessee. Um, you know, um, Ben. Well, I'm, listen, I know Ed and Gaming Saturday, right? You, you just never know, right? Um, which, by the way, the, the Tennessee uh, quarterback he played well at the end. It's just. It's just Florida, Florida's defense came to play, man. Um, you know, I got to give Florida a lot of credit. Um, you know, I mean, you know, they lost Anthony Richardson, obviously. I, I know Tim Tebow's not playing anymore, obviously. But, 
But listen, Florida played well, man. They really, really did. Um, no one saw that. I didn't see this coming. Um, so, what you, so ben, what's your thoughts? And what's your thoughts with the Tennessee quarterback? I know our boy Andrew likes him. I know some experts like some. Shout out to our boy Andrew Jones, Gerald Jones. So, what's your thoughts between this game with Jonathan Watson, Jonathan Watson, Tennessee uh, Volunteers, man? Um, and, you know, um, were you surprised they lost to Florida? Or, like, it, were you like, you know what, it's any given Saturday, you just never know? No, I'm 100% sure, uh, surprised they lost to Florida. Um, I didn't necessarily think they'd be as good as last year. I mean, yeah. Hendon – Hendon Hooker obviously was in college for five, six years. Joe Joe Milton's been in college for five, six years. Uh, So, I mean, they both have longevity of college. Um, But Joe Milton has necessarily not – up to this level not been in the same conversation as the type of player at least Hendon Hooker was. Hendon Hooker wasn't insanely incredible – at Virginia Tech, but he, he wasn't bad. Right. Like, Joe Milton was bad at Michigan. Like, yeah. Joe Milton was bad before he got here. Like, no one talked about Joe Milton in a high regard until he came to Tennessee last year. That's fair, yeah. yeah. Uh, and people saw – when people saw him back up uh, – Hendon Hooker. Yeah. And people yeah. were and, – and Joe Milton's throwing these 65, 75-yard deep balls. Everyone's like, oh, my goodness, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. No one said that before he came to Tennessee. Um, you know, and this year, unlike Kenan Hooker, you know, he has no Cedric Tillman. He has no, you know, Jalen Hyatt. Right. He doesn't have two, you know, phenom college wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, so they've been struggling a little bit. Um, they haven't necessarily been able to run the ball either. No. Um, they they lost a little bit defensively. Yeah. So I expected them to, to, to regress a little bit. And I think Joe Milton, as his time in the system goes on throughout this year, you know, he'll get a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they need to, to use him more as, as a runner. Yeah. Um, I, don't th- I don't think he gets enough action as a runner. I think he's, you know, he's just as big. Actually, he's taller than, than, than Jalen Milrow. If, and I think he even weighs more than Jalen Milrow. Yeah, um, I don't think he's as fast as Jalen Miller is, but he's still extremely athletic. Like use him as a runner, because yes. uh, he's extremely versatile. Versatile. No reason to just you know use him as primarily as a pocket passer, because that's not exactly what he is. Um, I was shocked with with um, what Florida was able to do. You know, Graham right. Graham Mertz didn't have to really do anything. No, the running game didn't. Um, ATN, ATN, yeah. Yeah, shout out Travis Etienne's little brother Trevor. Hey, let's go. Okay, yes, sir. Uh, Trevor, I believe, is a, is a sophomore for Florida. Uh, yeah. This was a big game for him, you know, because the start of the year, he was running back two. Um, yeah. I thought he was going to be running back one coming into the year. Yeah. Uh, so I was excited to see him, you know, have a game where he finally separated himself from that running back core. 23 carries for 172 and a tutty. Phenomenal game from Trevor Etienne. I mean, he was, you know, finding his holes, staying behind his blockers, you know, letting them do all the hard work. And then, you know, he was just it was it was easy for him. So it was it was cool to see him have his kind of breakout game as a college running back. Um, and especially like like we said, his brother is Travis Etienne doing big things on Sundays now. 
used to be doing big things on Saturdays. So that's kind of like a big name to, uh, to kind of live up to uh, his little, his big bro. So big game for Trevor Etienne, big, big game for from Florida. Um, kind of like what you said with Florida State earlier, college football is good when Florida State's good. College football is good when Florida's good as well. Facts, facts, facts. That's truly facts. And they always get talent over there. I don't know how they do, but they always do. Now, now, with that being said, we'll, we'll quit. we got to get this off my chest, Ben, and to the fans out there. College football, please, please, please correct the targeting. Because here's my thing, Ben. We get pissed about it, but it is. we can say shit, but it is what it is. Because listen, now, I'm okay with with the refs calling, calling the flag when the guy hits the, when you know, when they're blowing the whistle and then the guy hits the player late. I'm okay with that calling the flag. But when I see a football hit and that's a flag, how – what do you expect them to do? They expect him to play 10 – no, no, I'm trying to – no, Ben, you know me. I was not trying to be funny. Does he want to tie the guy? Bro, it's ridiculous. But, but, but Ben, but we see this every, 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 every time. They won't fix it. They don't care because they want to – listen, here's my thing. They want the media to talk about something, right? That's that's my thing, right? Which is I, – I understand. I understand. They want Twitter to – that's what it is, Ben. They want – Twitter, social media to talk about it, obviously, which was why we did. So I'm getting, I'm sick, I'm getting sick and tired of it. But it is what it is, Ben. It's it, they're gonna do it every, every, every time, and it's sickening because we're used to hard hit football, right? I I love that because as that's, that's, that's that I I grew up watching football that way. I mean, they, they hit hard. So Ben, what's your thoughts about it? It is what it is. We can cry about it, but there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, I mean the targeting. They re, they went and rewrote the targeting rule this year. Um, you know they they did it to where it was only crown of the helmet. Uh, so that's pretty much just draw a, a pretty much a little bit of a circle around, you know, the center crown of the top of the helmet. And if a player leads with that, that's going to be targeting. Um, I believe it used to be like the whole helmet face yes. mask and everything, but now it's just a crown. Um, you know, and I, I think the targeting rule, it shouldn't necessarily be where or what part of the body um, should be targeting. I think it should be the impact of it to where, like, if you if you address the, the head or neck area, that's tar- that should be targeting yes. immediately. Yes. Uh, there's no room for – hitting someone hard as shit in the head or the legs um, keep going yes i mean legs is whatever you got to take a player to the ground that's true that's very true um yes. your your legs can heal a lot easier than your brain can that's um, true very true yes you know your your ligaments and all that can eat can heal a lot easier than your brain can um you know yes you yeah you don't want to you know someone to have a lower leg lower body injury but I gotta take you down somehow. Yeah, you're um, right. I can't just limit you to to your to your midsection. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm not I'm not for eliminating lower lower body injuries. Uh, I'm for like don't tackle and roll like the gator roll that you used to see them do back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, then you're just you know rolling up on someone's ankle and stuff. I'm all for that. Yeah. Um. But that hit, I think you're talking about the hit in particular, the Colorado game. Colorado, yes, Colorado yes, State yes, game. yes. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a no-advised hit by the safety from Colorado State on Travis Hunter. 
Um, you know, the ball had already hit the ground. You know, couple couple it was pretty much I'd say about three steps. Uh, you know, Travis is pretty much already out of bounds. At least it's yes. t- taking a step out of bounds as well. Um, but the play is pretty is clear as dead, clear as clear as yeah, hell yeah. dead. And uh, you know you don't you don't hit a player like that. You know oh, he he, hell no. he didn't hit him in the head or anything. Hit him in the in the abdomen. Yeah. Uh, which, but, which is still, by the way, it's, which is still scary. But keep going. Yeah. No, yeah, it's scary because I mean he Travis was a defensive player at the time. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Uh, and so that's that was a former targeting defensive player. It's literally written in the rule book. A def- like it's literally the first term in the rule book is, def- yeah. is a defensive player. Yes. Uh, he was obviously defenseless. Um, you know, now he's out for, I believe, three weeks with uh, yeah. a, yeah. a lacerated liver, I think it was. Yeah, it's unfortunate, too. Yeah. Um, you know, that's big, too, because they got Oregon this week. They got you guys, USC, yeah. the following week. And then Washington soon, yeah. Uh, yeah, I forget who they play that third week. It might be Washington. So it might oh, be please. Oregon, USC, Washington. Yeah. Um, if Travis Hunter misses all three of those games, it's going to be extremely tough. I, I think they still have the players to do it defensively. They 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 get a lot worse. Yeah, I agree. Uh, because you Travis, saw in that game, yeah. yeah, because Travis Hunter, you know, you can put Travis on on the best receiver. Uh, you know, he, you can put him anywhere defensively. You can put him in the slot. You can put him as a safety. You can put yeah. him as you know an outside corner. Yeah. Uh, offensively, I think they'll be just fine. Yeah, but. Uh, you know, even though they'll be just fine offensively, I, he still helps. You know, he's a he's still a weapon. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but Xavier, oh, man, we, first of all, can we can we give a, a clap to John Simmons, please? And uh, fuck the hater. How about that? we can give a round of applause? Yeah, I mean, I mean, great game, great game. You should have won by a lot more. That game should have never went to double OT. But oh yeah, I agree with that one. Um, I think the real clap. I mean, shout out Dion. I'll, I'll never root against Dion, but. The real clap should be shout out Shador Sanders. Yes, um, yes, yes. Never gave up. Yes. You know, threw a pick early in the game. Yep. To the same safety who hit Travis Hunter later in the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was an incredible pick. He ripped the ball out of that receiver's hand, uh, Jimmy Horn's hands. Yes. Uh, that was an incredible pick. But, um, yeah, threw the pick, you know, was playing bad pretty much, you know, through two and a half, three quarters of the game. Fourth quarter came and he lit it up. Uh, overtime came, lit it up. Double OT came, lit it up. Yes. Uh, great performance by Shador Sanders. Put the team on his back. Uh, Xavier Weaver, phenomenal wide receiver. Transfer that they got this year. Uh, he's been Shador's best best receiver and favorite receiver. Uh, Jimmy Horn Jr. had a really big game. Uh, they're tight end. Uh, I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now, but their tight end had a massive game. I believe he had the last two touchdowns of the game in overtime. Um, Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards had a massive week one um, against TCU. He's kind of slowed down against Colorado State and Nebraska. Against Oregon, he's going to have to have a big, big game. Uh, so I'm excited to see if if Oregon gets Dylan. How, you mean Michael Harrison? Is that the guy you're talking about? Michael Harrison. Yeah, I believe that might have been the tight end. Yeah, the tight end, yeah. There he is. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, he was. I think he had the last two touchdowns of the game. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, but Dylan Edwards, 
with the, with the absence of Travis Hunter, Dylan Edwards, their their freshman running back, um, he's going to have to have a big game again, just like he did in week one. Not necessarily saying he's going to have to have four touchdowns like he did in week one, but right. he's going to have to have at least one touchdown. He's going to yeah. have to have at least 100 total yards of offense. Um, he's going to have to really, really step up in the absence of Travis Hunter these next three yes. weeks. Yes. Well, now I gotta say this, man. Before before we you know we move on and talk about the picks, obviously, and I want to say this to the fans out there. And I I, I get it, you're angry at whoever hit obviously Travis Hunter, and I get it. But don't send death threats, man, to this man. Because here's the thing, I'm a fan, right? But but listen, I'm not. I'm never gonna do that. And man, we listen. We care for the people out there. We care for the players. Listen, we can get bad as fans, but we never send death threats. See, we know why fans do that because they know they can get away from their social media. But but guys, that's stupid. But, but here's the thing, Ben. It happens to every. It happens to every everyone. Like in basketball, you miss a free throw, the fans will send you death threats. They're dumbasses. But it is what it is. It's America. They think they can do. They can do whatever they want, and they think they're funny, which they're not. So Ben, what's your thoughts about this? It's 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 a it's a damn shame that fans do this. But I get mad every time. But it is what it is. That, that's what that's what fans do. It, it's they're dumbasses. But it is it is what it is. Oh, I was. Trust me, I was extremely upset when it happened. Um, you know, and I was also upset because I had a chance to win pretty big on a prop bet, you know. I mean, I still hit on my prop bet, but – Congrats, by the way. Uh, yeah. You know, I had a chance. I really thought Travis Hunter, you know, had had the ability to score a touchdown in that game. I agree. Um, and if he did, I would have hit really big on that prop bet. But uh, Hunter – I, I would never have then gone because I lost money. Have then gone and wrote a death threat to a player because of it. I think that's extremely corny. Like you can be upset about it, you know. You can be maybe a little bit angry about it. Yeah. Uh, maybe for the fact that you lost money, or and maybe for the fact that you know Travis Hunter got hurt and he's going to miss games. Yeah, you can be upset and angry about it, but then don't go and say you're going to kill not only that that player but then people of his family like are you serious like you're corny you're cheesy you're weird for doing that um like it's not that fucking serious like he didn't go and kill travis hunter like he hit he he played a very physical football game you know did he play a little dirty yes but shit like that happens in football all the time. It's all un- the time. It's, un- it's, un- it's time. unfortunate, but, you know, it, it does happen. Don't go and fucking say you're going to kill him or someone of his family. Like, that's so corny. That's, that's stupid as shit. Like, if you, if you write a death threat and they find out that it was you, like, you should be, you should be held – you should go to court and be held responsible – for like the same intent as if you actually had killed him. Like you should go to you should go to jail for that shit. I agree, but but hey, they're never gonna get in trouble because they, they can get away from their social media. But it is what it is, man. And it, it, it it happens every, almost every time. And we can say shit, but it is what it is, man. Now, but with that being said, um, Travis Hunter, I hope you're okay, man. And I can't wait till you come back, man. And here we go. Now, with that being said, Ben, um, what do you got this weekend? UCLA or Utah? That's going to be a good game. Um, I don't know who to pick. It, I'll, for me, I respect the Utah uh, head coach. I really do. I, I, I always do. They always play defense. Um, they're a very physical team. Um, I would lean towards UCLA, but you know what? 
I don't wait. Question for you: Is Pem rushing? Is he playing or is he hurt still? Rob, I'm sorry. No, is it rushing or rising? I'm sorry. Cam rising. I don't know. I asked Kev this the other day because Kev's a big Cameron Rising fan. Yes, he um, is. And Kev didn't know either. So I have no clue. Kev didn't know. Um, you know, for Utah State, they're going to need him because UCLA is going to play an up tempo offense. Yes, they are. So Utah is going to need a quarterback, you know, who can operate that offense. I mean, their backup's done a relatively good job, but if you can have your starter back, you'd rather have him back. Um, so if you had to bet your money is at Utah, who would you bet? Who who do you think will win the game in your in your view? I got. I think I have Utah. Um, I think that deep. They have, obviously Utah possibly plays the best defense of that conference. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Um, if they get their quarterback back, uh, I definitely think it's a no brainer. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game if it's the the starter who's been playing the first three weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be Dante Moore's, you know, really first challenge of college football against a, test, against test, a tough yeah. against a tough defense. So mm-hmm. I think because of that, it being his first challenge, I think he's going to come up just a little bit short, and Utah is going to win the game. Yeah, I'm in Utah. I'm going Utah as well. But listen, if UCLA wins this game, we'll definitely talk about this game. Dante Moore. Prove us wrong, and I know you will. You know you will. We'll see if you can win at Utah. But good luck to you, my man. Good luck to you, my man. The Pac-12 is so damn good this year. I'm so happy. Now, with that being said, Ben. Yeah, last ben? last year Pac-12 pretty much, and <laughs> you guys are the best you've ever been. It's a damn shame, man. It's a damn shame we will miss the Pac-12. Um, anyways, um, Ben, you're a Bama fan. How do you feel this weekend, man? It's it's it gets your, you know, Lane Kiffin. You think it's I believe it's in it's at Bama, right? So how do you feel? Do you feel confident? And I'm going to watch it. It's going to be good. And listen, remember we talked on text. You told me that quarterback from Ole Miss is really good. I think you said he's probably the best quarterback in the SEC right now, in your view. So uh, how do you feel about this game? Are you nervous or are you confident Bama got this with Jalen, uh, with um, with your quarterback uh, starting this week? I feel – I don't feel 100% confident. It's going to be an extremely close game. Right. Um. Unless, unless the D, our defense just comes like just comes up to play, just comes like, out ready to play from the get go, right? Um, I do believe Jackson Dart has the ability to be the best receiver in the, in the conference. Yes, um, I think he does regress a little bit without Trey Harris though. There, yes. Um, so without Trey Harris, if Trey Harris isn't here again this week, I think they're going to struggle a bit, um, just because. You know, an easier matchup for Kool-Aid McKinstry or an easier matchup for Malachi Moore. Yeah. You know, it's just going to make the defense look a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think we pull it off, especially with it being at home. I think they're really going to they're really going to come out and play, uh, especially against Pete Golden. Mm-hmm. Um, I know not not a lot of people like Pete Golding, both mm. the, both the fan base and uh, people players within the team from uh-huh. that were on last year's team. Um, he doesn't necessarily draw up the best defenses. So um, I think we, I think we'll be able to beat Mississippi. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a really good game. I got Bama too. Not really confident either, but we'll find out. We'll find out how good Ole Miss is. And good luck to Lane Kiffin. We will see if you can beat your own yeah, battle. Shout, shout out my boy Lane Kiffin. Uh, come back to Bama, man. We need you. <laughs> <laughs> Come you know, back, you know, come back, come back, and be our OC, man. Like no, you know, like 
time out, Ben Bear. You don't like the OC right now? No, I don't. No, I mean I don't. I don't hate him, but like, there was something I saw. I, I forget if it was this morning or if it was yesterday, but yeah, it was like a a Bama account on uh, on Twitter. Yeah, and um, you know they were like Nick Save. They were like we. I think Nick Saban, you know, against USF, you know, went to those like was trying to see if he could trust the offensive coordinator. So like that's why he went to Tyler Buckner because he yeah. had him at Notre Dame, and you know, and it failed. And obviously, then we went to Ty Simpson, and it still kind of failed. And um, so the the account was like, um, now that Nick Saban knows he kind of can't trust his offensive coordinator and his decisions, like that's why he was so quick to come out and just announce Jalen Milrow as a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, and shout out to you, Nick Saban. I mean, you know what this reminds me of, Ben? Uh, reminds me of the championship game when Jalen Hurts struggled. Guess what? Guess what? Nick Saban did. Went to Tua. Look what happened. So. Yeah, man. So, yeah, you, you have a good point. Um, and, yeah, man, I mean, shit, I don't know if Bill Brown would have helped this, this past weekend, but who knows? But no, I know hell no. Bill, <laughs> like, because, like, what, like, it was, like, we were struggling passing the ball. Yeah. And Bill O'Brien loved to pass the ball. Yes, he does. Like, Bill O'Brien would have just kept having them pass the ball instead of running the ball and us winning yeah. the game. Like, Tyler Buckner would have had like 17 interceptions. Ty Simpsons would have had like four or five interceptions. Yeah, yeah. they would have got sacked like 26 times. Like, no, no, no. But Ben, I, I know what you're talking about because you know how it was Sam gets mad, right? I forget what OC that he did it to. It might have been Lane Kiffin or was it Sarkis? I forget what he did. It he's to. done it to. You talk, if you're talking about yelling, he's yelled at all every offensive coordinator, every defensive coordinator. Because he's like, had. run the damn ball. Wait, wait, he, I don't blame him. Oh yeah, it was definitely Kiffin. There you go, bro. There you go. Yes. When Kiffin, because bro, when Kiffin got to Bama, Kiffin's reputation was he was a knucklehead. He didn't what? listen. Yeah. He didn't make adjustments, uh, and he was childish. Like that was Lane Kiffin's, you know, resume coming into Alabama. That's why nobody was giving him big school coaching jobs. That's why he was at like a school like FAU. Um, you know, he was failing school after school after school. And he didn't get his, you know, resurgence until he came to Bama, you yeah. know. And, and yeah, Nick Saban used to bitch out Lane Kiffin. A lot, a lot. Anytime we didn't score a touchdown or anytime we failed to put points on the board or anytime we failed to convert a third down or a fourth down, you know, try conversion, Lane Kiffin was getting an earful from Nick Saban. Yeah. Like, it, I mean – and Lane Kiffin needed it because it made Lane Kiffin grow up. Yes, it did. It made him. It made it made him. It made him grow up. It made him mature. It made him, you know, uh, clean up his his play calling, mistakes. his play calling, his mistakes. Yes. Um, and now Lane Kiffin is talked about as one of the best offensive minds in college football. Yeah, especially at Ole Miss. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So. We'll see what happens. Good luck to both of you. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a great game, and we'll, we'll talk about that game and the UCLA game next week. I can't wait for that. Now, with that being said, Ben, now, before we talk about the games, obviously, right, and I got I to talk about this one more time, and I'm going to be done about this, right? And fan, and this is why I don't go to football games and in general. I don't know, Ben, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, uh, but it happened during the Miami and Boston game. Um, 
you know, uh, I think was a Patriot fan. Um, and I think a Miami fan, he punched him and he punched him literally in the face. Um, and oh, and the guy who died. Yeah, he died. So fans, let me tell you something like grow the fuck up and Ben, you can curse you. Go the fuck up. Okay. Like, listen, you can talk shit to fans. I don't care. Okay. Me and Ben talk shit all the time. You know why? We're fans and we can talk shit. It's fun. But we're not gonna like beat each other up. Like, come on, guys! Like, grow the fuck up. I'm gonna but, be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna beat you up. Oh, sorry. Oh, damn. <laughs> but anyways, but man, you get what I mean. Like, I mean, I mean, what's your thoughts, man? I mean, I mean, that that Miami Dolphin fan, he should really should go to fucking jail for for especially the guy died. So I mean, maybe the guy was drunk, obviously, obviously. But why the fuck would you beat up a fan? Just why? Why? Yeah, I mean, this happens all. This happens a lot more often than you think. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say the dying part, but fans fighting happens a lot. It's very unfortunate, and you know, it, oh, nine times out of ten, it's for the instance that you had just mentioned. You know, alcohol being involved. Um, there, there, there really should be a limit at sporting events to how much alcohol one person can have. I agree. Um, you don't need to be getting drunk at a sporting event to enjoy a sporting event. Exactly. Like, if you need alcohol to enjoy a sporting event, you need to, you know, rethink your life decisions. Uh, you know, just being at the sporting event in general should be the fun part in itself. Uh huh. Um, so I, I definitely think that uh, they they should they should put some type of limit on on alcohol at sporting events because uh, you don't want to see that you don't want that around kids either. Um, no, exactly. You know, you don't want that type of behavior that sometimes comes with alcohol around the kids. Um, so, but NFL teams will never do that. The NFL will never do that because alcohol, especially beer specifically, brings in so much money to oh, those yeah. franchises. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's very unfortunate. I believe the fan was like a 30 year season ticket holder. He was, yes, he was. Um, you know, and yeah, you said he got punched in the face, and yes, he they, did. They said he fell and hit his head. That's not good. I and uh, you know, pretty much fell unconscious and just never regained consciousness. Um, you know, it sucks, and I'm sure that guy, a Miami fan, I'm sure he's gonna, you know, have to face some type of repercussions. You know, he's not. That's, this incident isn't just gonna happen. You know, unless they find out that it was some type of self defense. But even then, I'm sure he's still going to have to do something, maybe some type of community service, something like, you know, even even if you don't have to do that, the this is that's still going to be something that he thinks about forever. Like, damn, I got a fight at a stupid sporting event and killed somebody. Like, yep. Like, you know, he's going to have to think about that for the rest of his life. But my thing is, if they don't do anything about it, then guess what? That's what tells you about America. It's a damn shame. Yeah. But at the very, at the very least, he should be yeah. banned. He should be banned from all sporting events, from all, from all NFL sporting events. I agree. If they don't do that, then that tells you a lot. It tells you a lot about America. Um, now, with that being said, Ben, let's get it started. So, uh, by the way, this, well, we got this. There's some injury. Jamal Williams, um, he's out for three weeks. By the way, it's just a damn shame. Um, Damn, they're, they're still without Kamara, too, for one more yeah, week. Yeah, for one more game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, uh, CJ Garner Johnson got a torn pick. So that's unfortunate. Uh, some prayers for him. He'll be back, obviously, next year. Um, that's pretty much it. For the, I'm sure there's more injury news, but I'll tell you probably more later in the show. But with that being said, let's talk about the recap, Ben. So 
Um, let's start with um, the, the Raven game first. Oh, yeah, remember Anthony Richardson still in concussion protocol. There you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We'll see if he plays this week, James. We, we, we will see. Um, now, with that being said, let's start with the Raven game, by the way, Ben, and then we go to the Eagle game. Now, I'm not, listen, I'm not, um, now the, here comes the media. Are we worried about the Bengals? Now, hey, here's my thing. Now, am I worried about Burrow's injury? Yes. Um, am I worried about the Bengals 0-2? It's still early, but I'm kind of saying yes, kind of, Ben, because obviously they don't have Jesse Bates. Um, obviously, and that's, I mean, they should have paid the guy, but that's not, it's, it is what it is, and he's doing well in, with the Atlanta Falcons. So, but, but here's my thing, right? I'm going to give some uh, shout-out to Yeah, anyways, I was saying shout out to Flowers, um, Lamar Baldow, shout out to the Ravens defense. Uh, I know the media is going to talk about, like I said, it, or is a panic button for the Bengals. The only thing, I'll, if I'm a ward for a Bengals fan, it's probably Joe Burrow's injury. But, I mean, listen, Ben, I, I think they should have paid Jesse Bates, but it, it's, it, it is what it is, right? But at the end of the day, um, shout out to Lamar Jackson. Um, and and I, I think – shout out to that's what I'm for. He balled out. So, because – because Ben, I thought you know, I mean, I know I I picked the Ravens for many reasons why. Because I, I and shout, shout out to the Georgia OC, he's doing a phenomenal job in Baltimore right now, and I think low key Georgia misses him, but that's not the key, you know, here nor there. Ben Fair, but listen, I'm impressed with the Ravens because obviously they're ha- they're get, they're getting hurt every game, man. Ben, it's unfortunate because the Ravens they get they get hurt every year. Let's let's keep it a bean. Um, but you but you know it's it's I'm really impressed with the Ravens. I know I know people say well they beat the Bengals. And the, and the Texans, obviously, Texans are in rebuild mode, obviously. But, Ben, I want to see your thoughts. Uh, so, Bengals fan worry. They're 0-2. I'm not worried yet with the Bengals. But they. Uh, but if you look at the Bengals' schedule, it's kind of scary, Ben Fair. So, it's going to be a tough game. So, with that being said, shout-out to Flowers. What a great, great draft pick by the Ravens, by the way. And that's gonna. I think he's going to be the number one target for Lamar. And obviously, him and Lamar are connecting right now. So, what's your thoughts, Ben Fair? Great win for the Ravens and... If the Ravens can play like this, watch out. Watch and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, they were my Super Bowl pick, and I'm I'm loving it so far. But Ben Fair, your thoughts and like I said, shout out to the Flowers. I don't think they're gonna go to the Super Bowl. Like I think you need to calm those expectations. Really, really. Bit. Yeah, bro. I mean, you said it. You said it. You know, they're they're facing injury bug. You know, and they're That's facing the, they're facing an injury bug to key players. Yeah. Um, you know, losing J.K. Dobbins is big. massive. Big. I mean, really big. They 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 do running back by committee, and they've always ha- they always have. Yeah. Uh, even when they've had you know very very good running backs, they've still pretty much always ran by running back committee. Yeah. Um, you know, and they definitely were with Justice Hill. They definitely were with Gus Edwards and and J.K. Dobbins, and obviously Lamar's ability to run the ball as well. But, um. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm impressed. I mean, I, you you hit a, you hit the nail on the head with Zay Flowers, though. Oh yeah, phenomenal draft pick out of Boston College. The kid can really play super fast. You know, can play both the inside and outside receivers. 
Um, you know, can go up and catch 50-50 balls, can catch balls in traffic, uh, can, be a, can be a red zone threat, uh, tremendous route runner, twitchy. Like, there's so many great things to say about Zay Flowers. Um, obviously, he's, he's young, so he's, he, he should only c- continue to get better. Um, being under OBJ's, you know, mentorship, you know, for however long OBJ stays in Baltimore, that's just going to help Zay Flowers out as well. And by the way, he got hurt during the game too, but keep going, yeah. Let's show um, but, yeah, the defense is always good in, in Baltimore. Yes. Um, but, yeah, this is a big off in Cincinnati. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I think we should be talking about it as a serious thing. You know, it's, it is hard. It is a long season, but, you know, it could be hard, you know, those, those these first two games could could be crucial down the stretch. Yes, it can. Um, for for playoff moments, possibly, especially I believe they played both their first two games as divisional games. Uh huh. So uh-huh. not so not only are you zero and two in the regular season, you're zero and two in your conference. And you're playing the Rams this week. That's not easy. That's not easy. Um. Yeah, especially with Stafford, uh, playing the way he is. Puka. Oh yeah. Looking oh, yeah. looking like a fucking. Goddamn triple, you know, was it triple crown we'll wide receiver? We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Like, yeah. geez, Puka. Uh, but, yeah, Cincinnati, I mean, Jesse Bates, big time loss. Yes. Uh, they lost their other safety as well, I believe. Um, didn't he go to New Orleans? Or yeah, somewhere on there. Somewhere on there, yeah. So, I mean, big time losses on that defense. Uh, and that defense is already questionable when those guys were there, but they yeah. were they were good because those guys were there, cover, you know, covering the back end, um, you know, and it's showing. Teams are just torching them down downfield. Teams are just taking advantage of their inexperienced DBs and young DBs. Um, the only positive thing the Bengals have going for their for their DBs is Eli Apple is not one of them. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Because uh, it would be probably even worse if Eli. But Apple Eli Apple's never put in Miami. We'll talk about that team pretty soon. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, and hopefully Joe Burrow can play Monday. But if he can't, then you might as well play. You might as well, um, you know, play uh, Stafford for fantasy, ladies and gentlemen. And they might blow him out. But now uh, we, we will see. We will see. Hopefully Burrow can stay. Hopefully he will play Monday. We will see. Now with that being said. Um, now, Philadelphia. Now, I'm not really surprised. I mean, I, I told Ben Fair this last week. We know what Kirk Cousins is, and we'll see if he gets traded at the deadline. We will see. I mean, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. He's, he, is, he is a free agent after the, after this year, so we shall see. Um, but, anyways, um, but Ben, we told we told Viking fans this, right? Um, you know, Madison's not a running back one; he's a running back two. Um, and obviously, the Vikings are getting hurt. Um, now I know people say the Vikings were lucky last year, and they probably are. And Ben, I might ask you this: Who is the worst division? Is it the NFC North or is it the NFC South? But anyways, we'll ask that later. Um, but anyways, shout out to Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. Shut the fuck up. As long as you're winning, who gives a fuck? I know you and AJ, you and Jalen Hurts are friends, so AJ, calm the fuck down. And Devontae Smith, Bama, Bama, nothing surprised me. So you know, but I'm just gonna say this about the Eagles, though. I, it sucks that their secondary is getting hurt by Ben. It sucks. Um, it's, but it, it's football. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, but I'm not going to lie, though, Ben. I mean, the Vi- it, it was a close game until, obviously, the second half because the Vikings' defense was actually doing well in the first half. But, obviously, the Vikings keep falling the ball. The power returner falling the ball. It is what it is. So, I'm not really surprised who won the game. Uh, shout out to Jalen. He bought out, as usual. Not surprised. The better team won. And, and, and now the Vikings are 0-2. 
Are now are the Vikings in trouble? Now, in my opinion, yes, because they're getting injured, Ben, and they lost their starting left tackle, I believe. He's hurt. So it sucks. It's, I don't want to see injuries, but I'm just going to say this. Pay Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison is a baller. And Vince, Vince, do you think that Justin Jefferson touchback situation was a touchback or a touchdown? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. See, for me, I think this is bullshit for the NFL, man. I think they should not do that, but it is what it is, Ben. That's a great question. I mean, I'm sure you asked that question to every NFL fan. It was, but you know what they're going to say? It's in the NFL uh, rule book. So it is what it is. So for me, I'll say this, though. If that was a touchdown, that game probably would have been closer than people think. But it is what it is. It's in the rule book. I mean, what, what did you think about the game? Well, if it was a touchdown, that's a Minnesota wins by a point. Yeah, yeah, or maybe not. Maybe Jake Elliott went by a field goal. You never know, right? But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, prime time Thursday night. Kirk Cousins going yep. in, going to Philly. Uh, you know, he he's been to Philly a couple times when he was with his stint in Washington. You know, he knows yep. he knows Philly pretty well. Um, and you know, you know, what he usually does when he's in Philly. Usually takes L's. Yep. Uh, it's going into the game. I already knew they were going to lose. Yep. Um, Philly, man. Philly's got to close out these games, though. I agree. You know, last week, obviously won the game, but, you know, they allowed, you know, the, the other team to come back late in the game. Yeah. Um, this game, same thing. Um, I mean, you both put up 21 points in the second half, but. You still can't allow Minnesota to put up 21 in the second half. When, Hell no. When supposedly you had this top-notch defense. Yeah. Um, you know, you almost gave them a chance to, to win the game. Yeah. Um, you know, and everyone, once again, though, Kirk Cousins, you know, he's got these, you know, really, really nice 300 yards and, you know, three or more touchdowns. And these stats keep going, yep. Relatively good completion, you know, nice, effective-looking pursuit. Completion percentage. Um, where where is all this when the offense is struggling at the beginning? Uh, mm. Where where is all this when you know your run game is not necessarily going? So you you need to do this early. You know you need. You to know get what's crazy, pass, the You need to get no, the ben, passing ben, ben. game going early. Like, but what's crazy? Kirk Cousins does all this, all these nice looking stats late in games yeah. because his team's down. You yeah. know. 21 to 7 or teams down 28 to 10. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but but my my thing is right like like um but Ben, people forget the the defense was doing well in the first half and then obviously obviously the offense was struggling and then shit, can you imagine if the offense was clicking in the first half? I mean, shit, the Vikings would have, you know, led the game, but it is what it is. It was it's typical. Let me ask you this, Ben. Now the Vikings are 0 2. Is it are they done? Or it's it's only week two. For me, yeah. I would say yes because they're lo- they're they're getting injured and they lost their left tackle. That's that's not good. I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's only week two. So I mean, anything can never happen. Can, can happen. Like, I mean, the saying "any given Sunday," right? So yeah. I mean, yeah, it's week two. Does it look good for them at the no. moment? No, we can say that, but we can't say it's over. Yeah, well, they're against, they're against the Chargers, so, I mean, I mean, shit. It may, it may, fuck. I mean, they could win that one. Fuck, we never know. It's Staley, so who knows? Now, anyways, with that being said, now, Seattle and the Lions. Shout out to the Seattle. See, here in Lion fans, I love you. P- 
Pierre, I love you. Lion Fez, I love you. But listen, you know what? Here's my thing, right? Here's my thing, um, Ben. Uh, first of all, first of all, um, you see, now, I picked the Lions for this game, obviously. And shout out to Geno Smith. He balled out. Shout out to DK. Shout out to the Lockett. Shout out to, obviously, Kev's boy, Kenneth Walker, man. He balled out in this game. Shout out to Loki. Little bit. See, Gino, here's my thing. Go to the two-minute warning, Ben. If they would have went to the two-minute warning, may, who knows? Maybe would have got the first down. Maybe they would have won a field goal. Who knows? But here, and, but that, that's all, Gino. And, and, and another thing. Now Detroit. Now, Ben, according to what I hear, I, the people thought the Detroit fans told me. And listen, we love, we love Detroit. We love Detroit. We love Brad Holmes. Shout out to Brad Holmes, by the way. Um, but now, by the way, you guys better play Jameer Gibbs now since Damian Montgomery's there. That's unfortunate. But, um, but, but anyways, Ben, um, so, but here's my thing. I, I hear, well, and by the way, Brass is probably going to take over uh, CJ Gardner's Johnson's spot. Shout out to you, Brass. So good luck to you. Now, by the way, Ben, I, I hear, well, our D-line is kind of deep. I hear we got a good pass rush. Well, Ben, what was Hutchinson in that, in that um, game? But, listen, I know people are going to complain about the flag at the end of the game. Like, that should have been a flag. Hutch was hold. Listen, at the end of the day, rest miss bad calls all the fucking time. Let's keep it a beat, Ben. It is what it is. So, I mean, shout out to Seattle. Great game. Uh, I was a little bit surprised because uh, Seattle, well, you know, had two old linemen out. They had to sign a uh, 50-year-old Jason Peters. Shout, shout out to the old line for Seattle to, for holding it down and winning the game. So, Ben, your thoughts, and I didn't see this coming, but but the Lions, they got to do better on defense. I know they have some guys out, obviously. Obviously, losing CJ sucks. And, um, and yeah, man, your thoughts, and shout out to Seattle. Seriously, I, I, I got to give them credit. I mean, they, they fought. And, you know, and, you know, the, the offense, the receivers for Seattle balled out. But more credit, more credit to Kevin Walker. Yeah, refs definitely make bad plays all the time, um, bad calls all the time. Yes, they do. Um, you know, you just mentioned the, the Hutch one. I mean, just in last night's game against Cleveland and Steelers, that was a hold on Joey Porter Jr. Yeah. Joe, Joey held the shit out of that receiver, held the shit out of them with both hands. Did. Um, was holding, you know, the outside of both of his shoulder pads. Um, that's a whole, that's a textbook hold, and they didn't call it. Um, you know, they didn't even go and review it. Obviously, I don't think it's a reviewable play, but nope. um, you know, that was that was a big, big no call. I, I believe that's like that's what that's a spot foul in the NFL. Yes, it is. Um, you know, so they would have been, you know, with you know, close to to, to red zone territory. I think they would have yeah. been like about on the 30-yard line. Yeah. Um, so th- they could have kicked a field goal and won that football game. Yeah. Actually, no, I think they were down four. So they would have had <clears> – <throat> they would have been a lot closer to be able to score a touchdown mm-hmm. than, than where they were. Um, but sh- shout-out Kenneth Walker for his two touchdowns. Um, yep. You know – Detroit, coming into the season, they made that statement of saying, we're going to use Jameer Gibbs in ways that you didn't think you could use Jameer Gibbs. I didn't see that that game. Um, I haven't seen it at all, all you know, for these first two weeks. I mean, um, I understand you went out and got David Montgomery. I understand it. He's on a friendly deal too, though. He's on. He's only getting paid like five million, I believe That's it was. It. Yeah, yeah. Jameer Gibbs is getting paid just as much, if not a little bit more, 
than David Montgomery because you yeah. drafted him in the first round. You you yep. took a first rounder on Jameer Gibbs. Um, an early first rounder on Jameer Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Why are you not running him the ball? I mean, and people will be like, well, Ben, you got 14 total touches on the game, four <laughs> catching, four rushing. There should not be a nine a t- rushing attempt difference between David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. Nope. Jameer Gibbs should be getting no less than 10 carries a game. Yep. Um, the catches <clears throat> should be – you know, he should have about five or more catches a game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was fine in the in the passing game, but they need to get him more involved in the running game. Um, he's way too quick in the running game to not have him there. Uh, his <laughs> his ability to, to be able to run both inside and outside the tackles uh-huh. uh, is so well. David Montgomery is, is a good running back, but he should be the complimentary running back to Jameer Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Um, but shout out Seattle. It looked it looked ugly early. Yes, it, did. It, looked, it looked like they were going to get blown out uh, potentially and go zero and two. They but they came, fought. Yeah, fought. they they came back in that second half, put up uh, what was it, twenty four points <clears throat> in the second half minus yep. overtime, so thirty points in the second yep. half. They almost scored forty again. Thirty seven. Um, yep. Yeah. So almost forty points just in the second half alone. Uh, incredible, incredible performance by them. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, Ben, I'm, I'm going to hear your thoughts with this game. Um, which, by the way, AR. Hopefully, you can play this Sunday. I love AR, man. Just, man, Cole, just play JT. Just, just goddamn it. But anyways, um, and which, by the way, Texan fans, relax, relax. It's a process. And didn't take Kyle, <clears throat> Kyle, the best San Francisco four years, man. Relax on Demico Ryan's. It's going to be a process, guys. It's it's, it's the NFL, okay? Demico Ryan's a rookie. He's going to be good. I'm, out, I'm don't. Don't don't worry. Don't, just calm down. Now, number one, number number two, Ben. Um, now shout out to Anthony Richardson. Shout out to you know Zach Moss got a touchdown. Um, shout out to um, first of all, now apparently the Texans they love using um uh, me. I think me and Lucas have this guy in Nikki's Nico Collins. They love using Nico Collins now. That, look at that, Ben. Um, but shout out to Nico Collins. Um, uh, shout out to John Metchie. He played this game as well. Um. You know, and shout out to the coach, obviously, Gardner Minshew. Minshew Mania played, and he played well. So, you know, I want to hear your thoughts, Ben. I think Texas fans should relax. I mean, it's a process, man. It's going to take about for them. I mean, they have players, some players, right? You know, shows, obviously, and the other receivers. But, um, but you know, it's, it's going it's to be a process. Some games they'll win, some games they won't. Uh, see, they play, played well, but not enough to win, obviously. But it's a process. Like, I mean, if I, if I was a, tell, a Texan fan and they're listening to this podcast, I mean, I would just tell tell them, Ben, relax. This roster is young. And there's it's it's it, it and yeah, yeah, just relax. It's, it's it's hard in the NFL, man. And, you know, listen, I know people are getting on CJ. Guy, he's a fucking rookie. Okay. All right. So, Ben, your thoughts and shout, shout out to the coach. And I'm not going to lie. I, I think I think if they had JT week one, I think it would have been Jacksonville. But that game would have been a lot closer than people think. But go ahead, Ben. Yeah, shout out. <clears throat> Sorry. First off, I hope Anthony Richardson's okay. I hope he's yes. able to, to play this week. Uh, obviously, concussions are, you know, player-to-player situations. Yes. Um, he, he's been balling out, man. I got to give him his credit. He's been balling mm-hmm. out these first these first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but – I think Trevor Lawrence said it to him in, after the week one game. Like, you got to avoid some of these hits. 
Yes. And we're already seeing it. Boom, takes a hit, concussion. Um, You know, obviously he got the touchdown, but he still took a big hit in the end zone, you know, rushing for that touchdown. Um, But he's been playing, I think, very, very well. I think he's been playing a lot better in the first two weeks than people thought he might have. Um, You know, they've done a phenomenal job working around his abilities. Uh, Hopefully he can come – when he comes back, he's able to continue – you know, playing at the level in which he does and can keep, you know, growing. Because, you know, we all said in the draft process, you know, if he hits his potential, if he hits his potential, he could be electric, he could be dominating. And, um, you know, even though he's not the quarterback for my team, I still want to see him, you know, hit his potential. So, yeah, uh, I wish the best for him. The Colts have a good one. Um, and hopefully they continue building around him. For Texans fans, you said it, man. Just they got to calm down. Um, you're extremely young. I, I believe you're the youngest team in football. Yes. <clears throat> you have young talent everywhere on that team. Um, the the biggest weakness so far, honestly, outside of age, has just been the, the O line hasn't been able to produce running lanes for Damian Pierce. Yes. Um, he struggled in both in both both games so far. Um, but offensively, CJ Stroud's look good. Yes, he does. Um, he looked great this game against a team that necessarily doesn't have the best DBs, but they have, you know, pretty solid linebackers, and they have a really good defensive line front who, who was putting pressure on them. I mean, he, he, was, he was taking hits, and he was standing in the pocket taking hits and putting balls in, in spots that they needed to be in. Um, you had said it. Nico Collins has been his favorite receiver here early in the season. Um, he's having a, he's looking really good. Nice six four, two hundred and thirty pound receiver for and Tank and shot Tank Dell. Tank Dell going for CJ Stroud to find Tank Dell got his first NFL touchdown. Shout to him. Um, you know, nice, really nice slot receiver out of uh, Houston. Um, look at that, man. You told me about him, yes, sir. Yeah, he was he was he's going to be big for him. Really good route runner. Even Robert Woods, you know, nice veteran receiver. He had a nice game. Um, you had mentioned John Mechie. He had his one catch. Yes, sir. Uh, hopefully he can keep developing and, you know, keep playing some some football in the NFL. Yes. Um, defense is super, super young for Texans. Um, you're going to struggle probably for another year or two as, yep. as your players develop. But, um, you know, if you just – give D'Amico Ryans a chance. Uh, I, I believe he can get every single last one of their players to hit their potential and um, become a good organization at some point. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They no, Yes, they will. Um, now, this game. Now, Ben, uh, Lucas and Samaria, right? I got to give them credit because they pick, they picked the Bears the fourth in their division and for a reason. Uh, their coaching staff sucks. Uh, it really does. Um, and, and, and you know what? I love when players prove me wrong. And shout out to Baker Mayfield. He is bowing now. Um, no, he is. I, I love this kind of story. Um, he is proving me wrong. I know it's against the Bears, and I know it, it was against um, he beat the Vikings. But at the end of the day, Ben, he is bowing out. Uh, shout out to Goodwin. Shout out to Evans. Um, but the Bears, Ben, in my opinion, Justin was going to get out of Chicago, man. Um, that O line is not good, and it's not. And let's keep it real, Ben. Um, Ryan Pace. Oh, the GM, I'm sorry. Whoever the GM for the Bears, he did not draft Justin Fields. So, I mean, I think Fields, should, uh, you know, hashtag should go to Atlanta. 
I would look at him, you know, where he's probably from Georgia. That would, I would, that would be a great fit for him. Um, no, but seriously, um, you know, no, the coaching staff for the Bears suck. Um, and I, I don't like their OC. Uh, and, and the GM came from Kansas City. So, I mean, I mean shout out to Andrew Jones because the Bears should have hired Eric Bieniemy. which, by the way, I think Bieniemy is going to be the commander's coach pretty soon. You're going to be happy with that. But no, but seriously, man, shout out to Baker Mayfield. I love the story um, because he, he's trying to prove himself that, you know, he's he's back and he's got weapons. And people forget the Bucks were injured last year on defense. And as long as the Bucks can play defense like this and Baker's got these weapons, they can win games. So shout out to Baker. I love this kind of story, Ben. I mean, listen, we don't we, – we make fun of players – but we, but we love players that prove us wrong. But go ahead. Yeah, Baker the faker, man. He's looking real right now. Yeah. Um, now, if he keeps his up, I might have to stop calling him that. But, uh, you know, he's faking it till he makes it right at the moment. So, um, he's got, you know, you had mentioned his big body, Mike Evans. Uh-huh. Who's projected at the moment, you know, to continue his – uh, consecutive thousand yard receptions or thousand thousand yard seasons uh, every single year since he's been in the league. Uh, he's looked great. Um, one seventy one in the tidy. Uh, another great performance. Uh, I believe back to back hundred yard games for him. Uh, Rashad White was able to get going in this game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're what sophomore, second year running back out of Arizona State. Uh huh. Um, he looked very very good, but. Defense obviously looked good. <clears throat> Justin Fields uh, doesn't necessarily have to get out of Chicago, but, man, he needs a better offensive coordinator. I agree. Luke Getty he needs, sucks. He needs a better head coach. Um, he needs a better offensive line. Um, but, Ben, they focused on two amendments and ignored the O-line. Keep going. Like, Keep going. He, he needs a better O-line. He needs a better head coach. He needs a better O.C., he needs yep. a he needs a better running back. Uh, you know his defense still needs to get better. Defense has some nice pieces here and there, but yes, still, they, do, yes, they, they still do. need to get better. His receiving core is good. I mean, you can't really name too many receiving cores that have three or more receivers better than their three. I mean, Darnell Mooney, Claypool, and DJ Moore. And Claypool bought out this one. DJ Moore. Um, you know, and, and then you got Cole come in at tight end. He, you know, he's got weapons to throw to. Um, yeah. They they need to continue to build around him, but they they got to build that O line first and foremost. Uh, without an O line, no quarterback's ever going to succeed. Yep, and with no O line, no Super Bowl. You saw it in that Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes against Tampa Bay, right, Ben? You don't have an O line, you're going to lose, and that's what happens, man. So there you go. And you're right, your coach head coaching sucks. He's the defensive coordinator came from the coach, so. Uh, it's it's a league that it's a league you need a uh, uh, it's it's it, listen man you, he needs an offensive coach and they should have really hired Ben but it, it, it is what it is uh, but what do I know Ben what do I know now Chiefs and Jaguars well speaking of Eric Bieniemy Ben I know the Chiefs missed him because we know what Matt Nagy is right we, he was head coach for the Bears speaking of the Bears so he was head coach for the Bears Ben and how did he do he didn't do shit um now he went back to the Chiefs I know he's got Patrick Mahomes this is shout out to Chris Joe Chris Joe I'm glad he's back. Now the defense is looking great, which, by the way, Jaguars defense played well in this game, Ben. Um, but the offense didn't just show it didn't show up. I know Kevin really did uh, pretty he did pretty good, um, but wasn't enough, Ben. Um, Trevor Lawrence, get to, get your shit together. I know you won Week One against the Colts, but Ben, they could if, if they would have just got, answered those touchdowns, this they probably would have won this game. But 
But listen, man, I'm not really like this Chiefs offense because of Matt. Matt, here's the thing, man. I know it's early, right? I mean, I know it's we can overreact, right? But it's 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 showing that they miss Bienemy a lot. Because who would you rather have, Ben Bear? I know they have Patrick Mahomes, but who would you rather have? And also, listen, Mark Grinnell, I love you. I know you do Lakers. I know you're from Kansas City. I know you're a Chiefs fan. But according to what he told me and Twitter, Ben, the receiving core is deep. So that's according to what he said. But uh, but whatever. Anyways, Ben, um, who would you rather have? I mean, obviously, Matt Nagy or Bienemy? I would rather have Bienemy. But what? But because Chiefs fans said, oh, we're not going to miss Bienemy. Okay, okay. So, Ben, who would you rather have? I would rather have Eric Bienemy. Um, we already, Washington fans already saw why. Pretty strong, yep. uh, we'll talk about that later. But, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, receiving core regressed. You know, it's been regressing over the last couple of years. Um, you know, Sky Moore, you know, has the potential to be has to be good, but he's only in his second year in the NFL. And and Sky Moore is like 5'9 five, five, at the end of the day. Exactly. Um, you can't always trust smaller wide receivers. Nope. You know, you had a big game today. Congratulations. Uh, hopefully you can continue that. Um, you know, he had a lot of hype coming into the draft. Um, I believe he can still be good, <clears throat> but uh, we'll see. Uh, Justin Watson has honestly looked like their best wide receiver in the first two weeks of the season, but can you even tell me where he went to college? Nope. Exactly. Like, th- this guy came out of nowhere. Um, yep. Noah Gray. I love Noah Gray, tight end out of Duke. Um you know, he had a nice little game today as well. Um, got three catches for 38 yards. He's he's one of the better complimentary tight ends in football. Uh, so it was cool to see him get a little bit of action. Um, but once again, the guy that everyone talked about as being this team's wide receiver number one, the guy they got from the one and only New York Giants, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, he had five catches, but 35 yards, like. That's not wide receiver number one abilities. This nope. they, they talked about this guy being able to just beat defenses over the top. Hell no. You know, consecutively, you know, consistently beat, you know, defenses underneath, uh, you know, with drag patterns and slants and, and all that type of stuff, um, you know, screens and stuff like that. But it's not picking up big yard. It's seven yards, seven yards per catch. <clears throat> Like where's this big play Tony that everyone's been talking about? Mm. Which by the um, way, Justin by the way, Justin Watson went to Penn, but keep going. There yes. you go. Like he went to an Ivy League school. Like, yeah. come on. This this dude should be a fucking a doctor or something or a mathematician somewhere. <laughs> or, you know, some type of fucking engineer or something. But this well, guy's gonna have Trevor football. Lawrence because remember people we heard Trevor Lawrence top ten, but Go ahead, Ben. Go um, ahead. You know, Travis Kelsey's first game back from his little knee bruise, you could, yep. you know, you could tell it, it was affecting him. Um, it, was, it was, it was, yeah. You know, he wasn't separating from his rece- from from linebackers and DBs. Yeah. Wasn't necessarily, you know, being able to go vertical the way we, we see Travis Kelsey go vertical. Yeah. Obviously, he got his one touchdown, but, um, you know, he just didn't necessarily look like, the Travis Kelsey we saw all last year who had like 1,500 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I believe he'll bounce back. Uh, I believe, you know, throughout the season, you know, and he gets healthy, I'm sure he'll bounce back. Um, they they need him to bounce back. I mean, when was the last time you saw the Kansas City Chiefs put up 37 points in total? Um, pretty pitiful. Uh, Jacksonville, uh, 
I mean, they're kind of like one of those young teams too, and you know, and they're still okay. Um, you know, Christian Kirk is in his second year with the team. He had a great game. Yeah. Um, Calvin Ridley, you know, he's kind of regressed a little bit uh, after that week one performance. You know, we expected him to kind of, you know, continue, you know, being the lead wide receiver and targets and all that. And, yep. you know, he kind of got overshadowed by Christian Kirk. Or I shouldn't say he kind of did. He did get overshadowed by Christian Kirk. He did, this game. he did. Um, I know Christian Kirk. You know, is very good in in uh, man coverage defense, which is what Kansas City likes to do. Yeah, and so I mean, I kind of expected to see Christian Kirk maybe have a, a big game, but yeah. kind of expecting Calvin to have one as well, uh, and, and he and he just didn't. Uh, Travis Etienne, you know, unfortunately wasn't able to get anything going on the ground. Um, but you had mentioned the Jaguars defense. Um, you know, you don't win the game, but anytime you can hold the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, one of the most high-profile offenses, and I mean, you can kind of say in NFL history, damn near, to 17 points. I mean, you kind of be, you gotta, you know, be proud of what of what you did. Um, yeah. You know, you didn't necessarily win the game, but you kept your team within fighting distance throughout the entire game, and you know, you gotta look at that as a positive and, and at least be happy for that. If you rewatch this game, all you have to do is just connect on offense. You can get the offense together. They'll be fine, right? And there you go. Now, with that being said, um, Packers and Falcons. Um, well, Ben, can we give can we give a round of applause? See what happens when you have, have a quarterback. Shout out to Jalen Reed, man. Uh, come on, give him a round of applause, man. Should we give him a round of applause. Two touchdowns on the game. Shout out our boy, Michigan State, Mr. Kevo Bands. I know he was. Uh, I texted. I texted him. The quarterback. I mean, yeah. Shit. I mean, he had a quarterback last year. We talking about, but he did, Michigan State. Uh. Oh no! Is he is he a rookie? I'll tell you, yeah. he was in his second year. Yeah, yeah. He's a okay. It's, if he's a rookie, if he's a rookie, then yeah, he had no quarterback last year. He had Peyton Thorns, trash ass. <laughs> uh, I I thought he was he was in his second year of the NFL though. Yeah, that's what I thought. But no, his first. Year oh no! Yeah, he's a, he's a rookie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he had Peyton Thorn last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, here, here's the thing, right? And 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 Jody's excited, which I don't blame him, right? Because the the so Falcons are fun to watch now because obviously they have Bijan, obviously they have Azir, obviously I love their weapon, Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Shout out to Drake London, by the way, he fought out this game. Hey, don't forget, don't forget steroid Matt Collins. I still need a drug test on Matt oh, Collins. Oh my goodness! But he, come on, man, he was good for Philly. No, I'm joking. Um, I'm just joking. But listen, at the end of the day, man, could have went for the Falcons. Um. You know, I mean, Desmond Ritter, he didn't look good in the first half, but he did well in the second half. He ran for the first downs. He just got the – I mean, Arthur Smith did a good job. Uh, we will see what the, how they do against Detroit. But if I'm a Green Bay fan, you know, this should be exciting for you. You got, um, you know, a receiver from Michigan State. Christian Washington did not play. So this should be exciting, Ben. Um, this is without Rodgers. So they got to get used to it. And, you know, there's going to be some growing pain with Jordan Love. But they did this. I mean, they scored 24 points without Christian Watson. So, it's, there's going to be – just listen, if I'm a Packers fan, thank God you have Aaron Jones. Thank God you have the other uh, other running back, um, A.J. Dillon, right? That's a good running back uh, duo right there. And also, and if they have Christian Watson back, I like that duo with Watson and um, and, and then they got Dylan Reed. Um, so, there you go, Ben. So, your thoughts, Ben. What can you tell Jody's, about, about Jody's team? I think they're fun to watch. I just feel like they're – I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know how you feel about – doesn't matter yet. I know it's week two. We'll, we'll, figure, we'll probably figure him out if he's a real deal midseason. But but so far, so good for um, 
I, so far, so far, so good for Desmond Ritter. I mean, I, for me, I just love the running game, especially Bijan. He's fun to watch. But go ahead, Ben. And then finally, finally using Kyle Pitts right. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think the fan bases of both teams should be happy with their team's performance. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm sure Green Bay wanted to go 2-0, you know, but unfortunately, you know, they're 1-1. Atlanta, you know, is now 2-0. Uh, you know, you know they're celebrating in Atlanta. They'll, they'll celebrate over anything. Um, but you know, they have the right to celebrate, you know, they look, they look pretty good as a team. Um, it was cool to see Jordan Webb come back down to reality a little bit. Uh, obviously didn't throw for nearly as much yards as he did in week one, but you know, he still was, um, turnover free, still threw for three touchdowns. Look good in that, in that, in that category. You had mentioned connecting with our boy Jaden Reed, Michigan state, um, you know, Romeo Dubs had a couple of nice little catches. Um, the one thing I want to see Green Bay do that they haven't done so far this year, obviously Aaron Jones didn't play this game, but A.J. Dillon is still is just as good of a running back as, as Aaron Jones. Yeah. Um, he's not as versatile in, in, the, in the sense of being able to be a pass catcher as well, but the Packers – were one of the NFL's best running teams last year, and they've been struggling these first two weeks. Uh, my question is, is their O-line really, you know, starting to fall, you know, to regress that much over these last couple of years? Like, their ability to run the, the run the football has, has really diminished, uh, you know, and that's that should be a, a focal point of, of what they need to improve on if, if yes. they want to stay, you know, relevant this year and not necessarily be considered a rebuild this year. Um, The Falcons, I'm still not super high on Desmond Ritter. I still like the guy a lot. I still want him to to be a good quarterback and have a long career. Um, I think he'll he'll just continue to get better with experience. Uh, I think just with the reps, uh, you know, continuing to build relationships with Kyle Pitts and and Drake London, um, I'd like to see them – you know, try and target downfield a little bit more. I think with having a guy like Drake London and his, and his size, you should try and take advantage of it. Um, Kyle Pitts, most definitely. I mean, he's a super athlete, and he's also, uh, you know, a giant. Uh, I'd like to see them try and take advantage of that more, but shout out Bijan. Um, you know, breakout game, second game in the NFL. First year, I think that he started as running back one this game, uh, unlike the opener where Algier started the game. Uh, but Bijan showed out, 19 for 124, nothing on the ground, no rushing touchdowns, but no touchdown period on the game. But then he had an additional 48 yards in the air. So, what, 170, 172 total yards mm-hmm. for, for the day? That's massive. Um, you know, if he can do – do similar numbers like that throughout the whole year. Um, and that weak-ass conference that Atlanta plays in, Bijan can make can make them, you know, a, a real threat in that conference, in that division. Um, well, well, he's showing he's a top-ten pick right now. And also, we'll yeah. play, what division sucks to you in your opinion right now? Well, looking at it, NFC I think it's that Falcons, Tampa Bay, Saints, Panthers. Division. Really? You don't think it's yeah. the NFC North? No. Nah. Okay. All right. What the the North is what the Vikings, Bears, Lions, Packers. Yeah. No, I think it's that 
Yeah, I think it's the Panthers one. Panthers, Falcons. That's, that's fine. You can you can argue that's fine. All right, now, uh, well, we don't have to mention we don't have to mention the Bear, Bills and the Raiders game. Shout out to the Bills and uh, and no shock in beating um, that. Uh, congratulations, Buffalo, for beating the Raiders in Buffalo. So they- the one the one thing I'll say about the Bills is, Josh Allen, is this what you're going to do all season? Are you just going to be up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down? Like, for the Bills' sake, they need to be as consistent as possible. They cannot have Josh Allen be gr- terrible one week, great the next. Terrible one week, great the next. Like, because that was the most bipolar week one, week two experience we've seen out of Josh Allen. I agree. I mean, absolute garbage in week one. What, three turnovers? Yeah. And then week two performance against the Raiders, he had like only six incompletions. I mean, that was such a bipolar you know experience between those two weeks so for for the bill's sake you better hope he can he can have that week two performance every single week and it's not up and down up and down up and down it's yes and for the raiders you mean you're traveling to buffalo and it's an, it's an east coast game so what do you expect right and then it's buffalo so for a well, only thing last thing we'll say about this game free my man josh jacobs josh jacobs you're a free agent after this year do not re-sign with Vegas. Please go somewhere else. This man had with negative rushing yards, dude. He he they they couldn't block for him at all. But Ben, are we are we are we surprised? Like you told me, like the Raiders O line is not that good, right? That's what you told me before the year started, right? So there you go. It's it's, it's obvious. So anyways, anyway, with that being said, now Ben Ben Fair, I knew this shit was gonna happen, and I, this is right. I got two wrong, man. Fuck. Fuck Detroit and fuck the Chargers, man. If I, if they would have won, I would have been undefeated this week. But anyways, here's my thing, right? Now, the Chargers, now, big baby, we love you. Um, you're a, friend, a big friend of ours, man. Um, the Chargers are talented. I love Justin Herbert. I don't think Helen Moore is the problem. We know who the problem is. And shout out to our boy, Jonathan, uh, the uh, L.A. reporter that we know on Facebook. Jonathan, um, Jonathan, um, um, I, I know his name, but I get his name first. Uh for, um, uh, pretty soon. But anyways, um, he was complaining, and I don't blame him, Ben. Um, Big Baby and Charger fans are complaining. You can't blame him, Ben, because they're talented. They got Justin Herbert, and Justin Herbert did ball out. Um, but my, my thing is, I don't think it's Kellen Moore. It's obviously, it's obviously Brian Staley. And here's my thing with, with um, and here's my thing with defensive coordinator becoming becoming head coaches, right, Ben? Like, listen, Staley is just a defensive coordinator, and that's okay. And that's okay. Like, for example, Ben, Todd Bowles, he may not be a good head coach, but he's a good defensive coordinator, and that's and that's okay, Ben. Some defensive coordinators don't, don't uh, they don't me uh maybe maybe they're not meant to be for head coaching for a head coaching job, and that's okay. And Staley, it's it's looking bad for him, Ben. Um, you have Khalil Mack, you have you know Darvin James. Your defense should be good. And what did I say, well, Ben? What did I tell you? And what did I tell Samari? What did I? And what did hey, I tell? Don't don't forget uh, anger management issues, Joey Bosa. Yeah, and Kev, uh, no, I'm not sorry, Jack. Ben, like, it's it's you should this defense should be good, man. So I mean, and what, Ben, what did I tell you last week? I don't be surprised in Tennessee win this game because what's the weakness, Ben? What's Ben? What's the weakness for the Chargers on defense, Ben? I'd say it's probably their linebacking core. No, I want the rush, the rushing defense. Oh yeah, yeah, they. And can't, you saw it in that game, man. You saw it in that game. Derrick Henry was 
unbelievable in this game. So, first of all, shout out to Derrick Henry, King Henry. Um, and Tennessee was really smart. Run with Derrick Henry. As long as Tannehill is doing a little bit of passes. And Ben, Ben Fair. You know how, how bad Staley was? And Tannehill looked good at running running the ball. That's how bad Staley is. So, I know it looked over time. Big babies, he's probably done at this point with the Chargers because of Staley. Which, by the way, there's been reports out there that the Chargers want Joe Harbaugh. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't buy it right now, but if that happened, that, that would be great for the Chargers. Jim Harbaugh back in football NFL would be great. Uh, that would suck for but that would be that would suck for Michigan. But anyways, Ben, what's your thoughts? Shout out to King Henry and shout out to that receiver more, that thirty year old more, um, because he, he, he caught a ball and, and congrats to him. But but more it's more shout out to the Tennessee defensive lineman, not to the secondary, but it's more about their defensive line. Shout out to Jeffrey Simmons and shout out to your boy King Henry. There you go. Yeah, um, Chargers, man, on paper, and this is, I mean, I think we talked about it last week. On paper, when you look at teams that are either based in San Diego or at one point were based in San Diego, on paper, they, they look phenomenal. I mean, you look at uh, the Padres this year on paper, they, they look like one of the greatest teams ever assembled, and they, they just missed the playoffs. Um, you know, the Chargers missed the play. you know, seem to miss the playoffs every year uh, and they always look good on paper or they look good on paper and they get the injury bug every season. Um, you know, unfortunately those organizations seem to be cursed season after season with injuries or just high expectations placed upon them and they just don't exceed those. Experts. Another one, another one, the Clippers keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just bad. I mean, it's just year after year after year they they seem to to always just fail to close out fourth quarter games. Yeah. Um. You know they'll have the lead. You know whether it be a three point lead, seven or ten point lead or whatever, and they'll always just seem to blow it in the fourth quarter. Um. Even back when they had Drew Brees, back when they had Philip Rivers. Yep. Yep. Uh. And, and then now and now it's Justin Herbert. So. You know, some people might say, oh, it's just been since Justin Herbert. Like, no, this has been going back for years. Um, for, but, Ben, here, comes, many, here many comes the media. No, Ben, here comes the media. Justin Herbert is a social media guy. He's not a quarterback. Look at that. I've oh. never I've never really seen Justin Herbert on social media. That's the thing. Like, I don't see necessarily Justin Herbert commercials. I don't see Justin Herbert on Instagram. Exactly. I don't see Justin Herbert on my Twitter timeline. Like, I don't see Justin Herbert on YouTube. You know who I do see in all these commercials? I see Baker. I see uh, uh, old boy in Cincinnati, Joe Burrow. You I know see... what I saw yesterday? The Brock Purdy now. Look at that. Keep going. Yeah, like I see all these other quarterbacks. I, I don't really see Justin Herbert. I don't necessarily ever see Justin Herbert. Maybe I've seen him once or twice, but yeah. to call him a social media quarterback, that's kind of that's kind of crazy. You call him maybe a highlight quarterback. He's always making big highlights. Yes, he is. Yep. But they call him a social media quarterback. That's that's goofy. That's that's like a that's like a like oh you know he's, a, that, he's right? a social Emmanuel, media. Emmanuel, uh, but go ahead, it's all good. Oh, that that dude's goofy as shit. What did he ever do in the NFL? Mm. You're right. You're right. And Ben, and, it, and here's my thing, Ben. And it, 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 we know why we're talking about this because shit. Imagine the, if the Commanders have Justin Herbert. Ben, you would be in Washington right now, and you're back in your own. Uh, back in your home, right? Shit. Uh, I, yeah, I would be living in probably Washington, D.C. right now. 
No, uh, I probably. Well, go ahead, man. Give give praise to your boy King Henry. Go ahead, man. I'd I'd be living at the, I'd I'd be living at the White House right now. I'd, uh, I would have I, I would have kicked Joe Burrow out or not Joe go, Burrow. Go, go, I would have kicked uh, Joe Biden. Out, I got yeah. you. I got you. I got you. Damn, I I see. I was so I was just like Joe Biden. I forgot a name. <laughs> I got I got dementia just like Joe Biden. I know I know, but go ahead, praise your boy King Henry real quick, man. Nah, shout out to King Henry. Uh, you know he'll go down as one of the greatest running backs of all time. Definitely, <laughs> definitely of our generation. He's right up there with uh, with Daniel Tomlinson of our generation. Um, you know, hopefully he rushes for a thousand yards uh, and, and more and ten or more touchdowns. Uh, I'd love to see him as the NFL rushing leader again. I think that'd be his third or fourth of his career, uh, which would be incredible. Um, but hey, that man is is a man amongst boys. Yes, sir. Um, argue, like I said, arguably one of the greatest to ever. Do it at his. See, man, we see what happened when they when they used King Henry and used Tony Hill for a little bit, and they win. Look at that, man. No, yeah, Tennessee. If Tennessee wants to win ball games, it's it's definitely going to be that defensive front. They have a really good defensive front. Yes, they do. Uh, very, very good defensive front with uh, Harold Landry and, and Jonathan. Was it as Jeffrey Justin Simmons? Simmons. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Simmons. Simmons. Yes, that's one of the most terrifying defensive fronts, uh, especially just with those two guys. Those two guys are amazing at what they do. Harold Landry on the outside, Jeffrey Simmons on the inside. Uh, those two, that tandem right there is is terrifying to go up against. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Derrick Henry, and now you got Tajay Spears. Tajay is a, hey, look at that! Is, he's a phenomenal rookie. Uh, yes, sir. Job Jamie. You know they sh- they should be able to use him both in the passing game and the running game. He's he's sh- a, a terrific complimentary running back to Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited to see them continue to get him a little bit more involved. Uh, but yeah, definitely. You know, you, you need to run through Derrick Henry if you're Tennessee because you have Tannehill. Tannehill can make the throws here and there. It's just he's not the most consistent. Um, and, you know, he, he tends to make bad decisions when he's under pressure, hence the reason why he throws a good amount of interceptions. They're, if you go and watch all every single last one of his interceptions, it's usually under pressure. Um, so you you definitely want to limit his ability to throw the ball. But – Tannehill does do something pretty good as well. As he is, he, he is a relatively mobile quarterback. He does, uh, you know. So to have the tandem of Tannehill, Henry, and Tajay, you know, that should be a nice running offense. And you know, you hope Mike Vrabel for for their sake can take advantage of that opportunity, and because that's that's the best way for them to win football games is is to rely on their running ability. You know why we hear a car honk, Ben? Because you know what that car honk is saying. Fire Brandon Staley. How about that? There you go. But anyways, anyways, with that being said, though, um, now Niners Rams, by the way. Well, Ben, here we go again. See, I said on the podcast, yeah, I, I, I didn't say it's a trash talk. I just said it because it's true. The Niners have the Shanahan always on McVay in the regular season, and now you saw it. Now, I'll say this about the Rams. Me and Kat will talk about it tomorrow, Ben. And obviously, Puka is legit. I, I love the guy. Now, the Rams did it again. Uh, the guy's legit. Um, and I think him and Cooper Cup, knocking on wood, if Cooper Cup stays healthy, that's going to be a great deal. Well, watch out for the Rams to make the playoffs. Now the Niners. I mean, the defense is showing up in the second half. I was a little worried about the first half because the Rams, Stafford was torching the, their secondary, but the Niners' defense uh, came, came, came to life in the second half. Uh, shout out Nick Bosa. 
Um, and shout out to Quentin Farrell and that defense manager. Uh, also, shout out to that corner from the, from the from the Niners, the guy from the corner we got for the Falcons. I love the guy. Shout out to you, man. That was a great interception. Um, shout out to Christian McCaffrey. Like Ben, I, we're not surprised with CMC. We knew with a full year with Kyle Shanahan offense, we knew this shit was was going to click. And McCaffrey is going to keep breaking records on the Shanahan offense. So no surprise. Shout out to Debo and shout out to IU and Brock Purdy is fucking legit because Ben. Um, like you told me, right, Ben? Uh, what, what did I tell you, right? Except for that Eagle game, this man, Brock Purdy, has been, been scoring 30 points every game so far. I mean, look at it. He's been like that. So, you know, and listen, McVay is so funny because he's so petty because you know what, what he did, Ben? Let me get, let me get the field goal. And uh, and then, and, you know, obviously the Niners were favored by seven. And how, what, the Niners won by seven, 30 to 23. And also Niner fans, you know what that tells you? Preseason don't mean a shit. Because remember, Ben, Niner fan, how can we drop Jake Moody? Yada, yada, yada. Guess what, Ben? He made a 57-yarder. So how about that? Jake Moody's been... Hey, Jake. He's been electric for you all season. I mean, he's had, I think, in y'all's first two weeks of the season, I believe he already has, like, 32 kicking points on the year. Yeah. No, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. 20, I think 22 or 23 kicking points on the year. Yeah, and they call already. him Jake. They call him Jake the Lake in Michigan for a reason, right? So, yeah, I, hey, he's been so good. I put a bet on him for this upcoming week. I mean, so he should kick a lot against the Giants. I mean, it's, that, that's not saying much, but uh, but listen, man, uh, I'm happy as a Niner fan, but listen, the league will be on notice. I, well, Kev was saying tomorrow. Now, Kev told me the Rams secondary is not good, which is probably not, it's young, obviously. Um, they, he's Kev said they need another pass rusher, which says he's probably right about that. Um, but no, watch out for the Rams, man. When Cooper Cub gets healthy, no, here's what I told my Aunt Terry. Shout out to my Aunt Terry. I love you, Aunt Terry. She's a Ram fan too. And, um, because I, Ben, I share some, share some Niners stuff on Facebook. And you know, her response is, is boo, because obviously, you know, LA and San Francisco have a, a rivalry, obviously, the Bay Area and LA has a rivalry, obviously. So, Ben, what was your thoughts with the game? And I think Ram fans overall, I understand why they're mad. We got the Niners do own them in the regular season, obviously. Last time they won against us in the regular season was 2018. So, which, by the way, I was probably 22 years old, by the way. But, Ben Fair, what's your thoughts? But I'm just going to say this, man. When they get Cooper Cup, this team is going to be dangerous. Watch out. I don't know about dangerous, but they'll be a bit, they'll be a lot better. Um, you don't think so? You don't de- think. In, in de- defensively, they still got so many holes. Okay. Um, I, I think I think they defensively they still have a lot of stuff that you can take advantage of. Offensively, they'll look good though, especially if Puka can continue playing the way he's playing. Obviously, you know he's he's gonna eventually hit that wall, you know, and start regressing a little bit. But I mean, his first two weeks, I believe, what? Uh, he's on fire. Almost 300 yards. I mean, he's been phenomenal. Credit to Tutu Atwell as well. I mean, super small guy, but super speedy. Um, you know, he's really got better from last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. If he can stay healthy this year uh, and, can te- and keep getting better and keep developing the same way Puka is, and they get Cooper, they get Cooper. And uh, Cooper Cup in week back in week five, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, Kevin Howard, you know, three and four and one come week five, or uh, can be three and one or two and two, or yeah, what is it? Three and one or two and two come week five. 
when they get Cooper Cup back, I mean, they can definitely possibly make a playoff push. Uh, you know, they have not the hardest schedule in the world. Uh, they don't have the easiest either, but they have a schedule that's easy enough that if they can stay healthy, that they should be able to make the playoffs. Yes, yes. Um, super good performance against, you know, you guys to put up 23. Uh, my question to you. Tell me. Um, you know, for through two weeks, you guys have actually given up a good amount of points. You guys have actually given up, you know, a good amount of yards as well. Yeah. Um, what do you think is a, a, a contribute to that? Why you guys are giving up points? What do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? Uh, you guys have been giving up points and you know yard a good amount of yards these first two weeks of the season. Like, do you think D'Amico Ryan's defense play calling was a bit better than the guy you got right now? You think maybe that I think, is? Well, I think here's my thing, right? And you think, or you think maybe it's just guys are still adjusting to the new system, adjusting to the new system. It, it, it's going to take some time, but here's why I think Steve Wilkes, Steve Wilkes is going to be better, though. He's because Ben, what was our weakness four years ago, right? It was our secondary, right? And what is Steve Wilkes is known for? Secondary, and he did. The secondary shut up in this game, did it not? It did. It did. So listen, man. Um, we got to get healthy first, though, because obviously Khalil Davis has not reached the field. And obviously, Robert Beal Jr., Ben, you know him from Georgia, obviously. He hasn't been on the field yet. He's going to be good for us, too. So, I mean, listen, it's going to take some time, Ben. But when this thing clicks on defense, it's going to be it's going to be great, man. Especially, shout out to Chris Kisarek, a really top 10 defensive line coach. I love Chris Kisarek. He always gets players paid. And, uh, no, I'm not worried about Steve Wilkes. I think Steve Wilkes did a great adjustment in the second half. What, what do you think? I think he did great um, overall. I mean, you guys won the game. Uh, that's that's necessarily all that matters. Yeah. Um, I just I just hope you guys are – I mean, I want to be able to beat you guys. But I, for your sake, for your guys' fan base, I hope you guys – to be elite, to be that top tier team that some of y'all, that a lot of your fan base thinks you guys can be, and a lot of so called experts think you guys can be, I'd like to see you guys limit some of these points and, t- and yards you guys are, are allowing. I agree. Er- I agree. Early. Like I said, it's early in the season. So I do think, you know, it is, you know, people just getting adjusted to the new, to the new, yeah. like, you know, play calls and new coverages and schemes that, you know, your DC wants to run, but hopefully you got, they eventually pick it up and you guys get back to the team. You guys look like last year because last year's defense you guys had, that shit was looking super scary. Yeah. Yeah. And also, also Ben also, as long as they get the win, who cares now, if they don't, they don't win. I get what you're saying, but good, good point. Very good point. Now, with that being said, now, Ben, let's get to the exciting moment, shall we? Now, the Commanders and the Broncos. Oh, you know what? Shout out, Jamie. Shout out, Ben Fair. Shout out to Tariq. Commander fans, this is great Commander football, man. And listen, here's my thing, Ben. I was watching my game, obviously, right? And I was watching the scoreboard. I was like, Commanders are losing 20-3. to I'm like, oh, tw- oh, shit. What's going on, right?
Sorry about that. Um, it's all right. Oh, now with that being said, um, so I was watching my game, obviously, like I said, Ben, and obviously I saw the scoreboard twenty to three. Watched it, it was down. Um, and I, by the way, I rewatched that game. By the way, um, you know, Russ was actually cooking. He was doing great. Uh, now some Denver fans were saying that obviously Kareem Jackson got hurt. Uh, could that cost the problem for the Denver's defense? Maybe. But here's my thing, right? Here's what I love when I thought what I saw with the enemy. Now, now here, Sam Hell played great. Shout out to Gibson. Shout out to, uh, to um, you know, um, excuse me, uh, Chase, uh, Chase Young. By the way, shout out to obviously, um, you know, um, to the uh, the, the uh, Washington defense. It was game that's it was scary at the end because because I thought Russell, I thought Denver was going to come back, but but here's the deal, right, Ben? See, let's keep it a bean, Ben. When you were down twenty to three, if that was Scott Turner, you're turning your TV off, right? I know you damn well you are. Now, with the enemy, you're not because now you're saying, you know what? Here comes the enemy. I want to see how he does coming back. And it, it looked phenomenal, Ben. Gibson played well. Um, shout out to Scary Terry. Uh, shout out to uh, John Doxson. So I love your team, Ben. I love your defense. You guys remind me of us. A good, great D line. Went healthy, by the way. That's why I'm not going to wood. Um, but no, Ben, we're seeing great football with the enemy as your OC. You're happy. I'm, I'm happy that you're happy. And I'm sure you want to talk shit to Jonathan Watson, our, our boy. Shout out to our boy, Jonathan Watson. I know Bronco fans are probably pissed with the results, but I, I understand. But it's, listen, man, it, Ben, here's my thing, right? And here's what I tell Bronco fans, right? I know they're getting hurt right now with the, run, with the running backs. I know they're getting hurt with the receivers. Which, by the way, shout out to Marvin Mims. He had a great game, by the way. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, he played for in Oklahoma, by the way. But anyways, Ben, you're a Commander fan. I'm just happy for Commander fans in general. This is great to see on offense with the enemy. And, I, and I'm sure he's going to be your coach next year for sure. And when that happens, you're going to be happy. So, Ben Fair, your thoughts with Sam Howell. My only thing with Sam Howell, Sam Howell, just throw the ball when somebody's just after you, man. Just don't just don't take a fucking sack, and that's it. That's my only word with Sam Howell. Ben Fair, your thoughts with this game. I'm sure you were having a heart attack because you're like, oh, shit, Watson Wilson, they're about to go to overtime because they made a – I mean, that, that was a lucky, lucky Hail Mary. I'm not going to lie. It was that. No, yeah, stupid lucky Hail Mary. And also, Bronco fans were, like, getting mad <laughs> after the game because they say, oh, shit, that was the pass interference at the end. Guys, refs make bad calls all the time. Me and Ben talked about it in this podcast. But go ahead, Ben. Yeah, um, yeah, that was Scott Turner, their OC last year. Uh, yeah, I definitely would have turned the game off. Definitely not turning it back on. Uh, probably taking a nap and just waiting for the next day to happen already. <laughs> yeah. Um, and probably never watching the team the rest of the season. Um, even with Eric being in me, I'm not going to lie. I was like, man, fuck, dude. I, don't, I do not want uh, – I do not want this to happen. I was yeah. like, I was like, we look terrible. Like, we couldn't get anything going. Yeah. Um, you know, they were lighting us up. I mean – Russ was throwing beautiful passes. Was, I mean, perf- perfect placement, you know, like hitting receivers on the run. I mean, it was, you couldn't have asked for him to do anything better, you know, there in that first quarter. Um, obviously, what, went to halftime, 14-21. Yes. Um, could have been – it could have been 17-21 if we had made that field goal. I mean, it was like a 59-yarder, but – Still, I, I was when it was halftime, fourteen twenty-one. I was, I was like, okay, we we got a shot, we got a shot. Came out of the half, um, did a phenomenal job. I mean, 
I believe we put up what thirty. Well, we put up thirty-five on the game, so we put up thirty-two. It was what was it? It's a 35, 33, right? Yes, 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 yeah. So twenty-one. So they put up seventeen. So yeah, I mean, we put up thirty. 32 to 17. That's fucking great. Point, uh, you know, after that, after it was 21 to 3, it was, we then went 32 to 17 in points. That's fucking so great. So to see, see that turnaround was massive. I mean, the play calling was phenomenal after that point. Eric Bianami was dialing up perfect play after perfect play, especially late in the game. Um, the old line actually started blocking. So it did. Because uh, for a while, man, I even posted on Twitter. I was like, um, if we lose this game, Charles Leno, it's your fault. Yeah, yeah. Because Charles Leno was getting bullied yes, on, he was. That, on, the, on that left side of the old line. Yes, he was. They were they were lining up whoever they wanted to line up on him, and he they were just getting getting to the quarterback over and over and over. I'm again. sure when the game was twenty to three, I'm sure Commander Commander's Twitter was going crazy. But keep going. Uh, but yeah, Charles Leno was looking awful. He eventually turned it around and looked a little bit better. Um, What's your thought with Sam Howell of that game? He was good, man. I mean, that that ball he threw to Terry McCorn was beautiful. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Yes. Uh, I mean, shout out Terry to go up and get it in double coverage. But that ball, the ball placement was beautiful. Um, there were a couple throws I, I wish he could have had back, but there yes. are there were a lot of throws that he made that I was I was very excited about. Um, the Kareem Jackson hit. I was very upset when that happened, um, you know. But then when I went and went back and saw it, when I first saw it, I went and talked a little bit of mess with Kareem Jackson. I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. But then when I went back and rewatched the hit, I could see once Kareem Jackson made the hit, he felt remorse, like he felt upset. Um, you could just see it in his face. You could see it in his actions. Uh, you you could tell that he didn't he did not mean to hurt Logan Thomas. That oh way. no 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 no. Um, so Kareem Jackson, I, I know you didn't mean to do it, uh, but you know, unfortunately, it was a bad. It was just a bad hit. Um, but hopefully Logan's okay. Obviously, he he had to lead the game with concussion. Yeah. But, but at the same time, shout out Logan, man. Get cracked like that, still hold on to the ball for a touchdown. That was a massive touchdown. And, Beck, can we give a shout out to that rookie corner? Because remember, I was like, are they still picking Chris? Gonzalez? Shout out. Oh, yo, shout Forbes. out. Shout out Emmanuel Forbes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot, a lot of times, they probably would say he didn't have control of that football. Uh, they would say that was an incomplete pass. I'm glad they said it was a pick and then a fumble. Uh, but yeah, first interception, career interception for both of them. I mean, you said, like, like you said, we could have had Christian Gonzalez from New England. Yeah. Christian Gonzalez got his first career interception off Tua this weekend. Yes, he did. And, uh, Emmanuel Forbes got his first career interception off Russell Wilson. So both r- young rookies, uh, have had incredible, incredible starts to their career. Uh, I'm sure both rookies will have phenomenal, phenomenal all-pro type type uh, careers in the football. Um, I'm happy. I'm just happy to have have had either one of them, Christian Gonzalez or Emmanuel Forbes. 
I got a question for you, Ben. Should our man, Jonathan Watson, we know he's a Broncos fan. Should the Broncos fans be worried about an old two-star? Which, by the way, breaking news, they do have a 2024 first-round pick. They do. So, with that being said, Ben, would you be worried about an old two-star or not yet? I'm just saying that because, um, because the receivers are hurt, obviously. I would say, yeah. Um, especially for the Broncos, they were going to be fighting for a playoff spot regardless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially in that conference. You know, a lot of people expected the Chargers to be better than them. Yeah. Obviously, everyone expected the Chiefs to be better than them. So, that leaves them at least in sec- third place. Third, right? third. No, fourth, fourth, because the Raiders are 1-1. One one. They, yeah. they should be better than the Raiders. I'm saying going into the season. Everyone oh, yeah. expected, oh, yeah. you know, probably Raiders last, Broncos third. Yeah, yeah. You know, Chiefs one and then Chargers two. Uh so for them to go zero and two, I mean, at this point, maybe not super panic because the Raiders are one and one. You're zero and two, and the Chargers are zero and two, and and the Chiefs are one and one. So you're not right. technically out of your own conference yet. Um, but at the same time, going into the season, you already knew you're going to be fighting for a playoff spot. So to go zero and two, and especially when you could have won both games. Um, yeah, you, you should worry a little bit, but I wouldn't panic a, a ton just because you should have known also, like, as you knew we were going to be fighting for a playoff spot, so you should have known, like, hey, we might lose a couple. We might not make the playoffs at all. Uh, you know, you should know going into the season, like, our team isn't con- contending ready anyway. So, no, no. Um, you know, you need to be drafting – you know, high up in the draft anyway. So it, it'd probably be better for them in the long run if they were a bad team. Um, and they have a first-round pick this year. And this I, is a deep I, hate, I, hate this, I hate to say it, but they should have never went and got Russ. I agree. Um, Russ is a great quarterback. He's had a phenomenal career, right? Yeah. Um, and I think Russ can still play in this league. I agree. But – Russ doesn't fit your timeline. Russ is like 34, 35. Yep. You're you're two, three years away from being anywhere near contending. Yeah. Russ yeah. Russ is gonna be like thirty-eight by oh, remember, then. he hasn't remember Ben. He they paid him that contract. He gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Russ them getting Russ should have never happened. He didn't like Russ should have went to a team that was more ready to contend right away. For example. Like, they they oh. got they got Russ, and then they went and traded away Chubb. They got Russ, and then went and traded like they were getting rid of pieces left and right last year. You know what you know what they thought, Ben. But and they I expected think, to still contend. It didn't make sense. Yeah. You know what they thought, Ben. You probably you probably would agree with me. They were probably like, you know what, we're a quarterback away. We got Jerry Judy. But we they weren't. Sign. They weren't a quarterback. They 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 definitely thought they were a quarterback away, but they were definitely not a quarterback. Yeah, they, away. they were thinking. They were thinking. We got Judy. We got Sutton. We got the tight ends. Um, but no, they were obviously wrong, and um, I thought Russ should have got to you guys, but obviously he didn't, want to, he didn't want to go to you guys because obviously the owner part, right? So, listen, man. At the end of the day, good thing they have their first round pick, and thank God this quarterback draft is deep, right? That's a good sign for Denver, right? So there you go. Um, now, with that being said, Ben, let's go with the Dolphin, man. You know what? Shout out to him, man. He owns Bill Belichick right now, the Patriots. Yeah, I believe he's five and zero. Oh. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And two fans can talk shit, man. Keep on talking your shit. I mean, listen, I picked Miami for this game for many reasons why. I mean, they're a better team overall. Uh, I understand why some people picked the Patriots this game because Patriots defense is better. And, and I get that because their secondary is good, but not for this game. Um, listen, I know Patriot fans are mad because um, because they should have gone the first time at the end of the game. But at the end of the day, Ben, the rest miss big calls all the time. I know they, to me, I thought it was a first down, but I, they probably didn't want to, they probably didn't. To me, the rest didn't want that to be a first down. So the, the, so the media could talk about something, right? Because the media's like, oh, shit, the rest missed a bad call, another another bad call. So to, for me, and also, man, let's keep it a being, man. Listen, I love, Lucas, I love you, okay? Um, for me, I know Lucas told me they added Zeke because so he can block. They should use more Stevenson more. And, Ben, let's keep it a bean. Like, Patrick Mahomes, shout out to you. He got Juju the money, obviously. But, Ben, let's keep it a bean, right? The Patriots really don't have a number one receiver. And it's obvious because they were trying to go for Hopkins, right? It's showing it. It's it's ugly in uh, New England. It's ugly in New England, man. Um I understand the idea of getting Zeke to block. Yes. But he's not worth it. No. He's not no. necessarily worth the headache. Um, especially the issues he's had the last couple of years. He's He's been a little bit of a fumble issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we saw it in their week one game. He had a big fumble in their week one game. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, you can have Ramondre. You, you know, you can help develop Ramondre into becoming a blocker. And then, well, like, you drafted Pierre Strong just, like, a year or two ago. Um, you know, I thought and he could have been what? your compliment. You, know you know what's funny? Pierre Strong had a great game yesterday. But keep going. Keep going. Go ahead. Um, I even think you could have just kept Damian Harris, too. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's dealt with some injuries. And maybe that's why they went. They got away from him. But yeah, um, I don't necessarily think adding Zeke was the best move that they could have done. Um yeah. Juju was a nice addition, but you, you should have added someone else with him. Um, you know, you had mentioned D-Hop. D-Hop would have been a great addition. Oh, way better, way better. Um, I mean, it would have been cool if they could have brought both in, D-Hop and, and Juju. Juju. And, yeah, yeah. Um, that would have been super, super nice for them. Um, but, they, you know, they still got a little bit of, of O-line issues that they still got to work out. Yeah, they that, do. That defense, like always, is ever since Tom Brady's left has been – the reason they stay relevant. Uh huh. Um, but what a performance by Tua, five and zero against preach, Bill, preach. Bill, Bill Belichick. Um, obviously didn't have the, the four hundred sixty plus yard passing game like he did against the Chargers, but uh, you know still found a way to win. Um, Miami's two and zero. I'm I'm excited to see what what they're able to do this year, uh, and hopefully. Hopefully, uh, maybe even win their, their little conference and uh, definitely make a playoff spot. I'll say this. If Tua stays healthy, they have a chance. They have a chance. Yeah, hey, Ben, can we do this? Knock on wood. If Tua stays healthy, yes, they, yes, I think. They, they, get, they get what, Jalen Ramsey back in like week 10 November, or whatever? November. Yeah. November oh, yeah. November. So, yeah, next month. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so we shall see, man. I wish Max should have been in San Francisco because say Patriot fan would have man. See, see, people will be. Sure, oh, don't, hey, don't be wishing other. You got a quarterback. You, I know. You, I know, man. So don't be wishing for other quarterbacks. You got your quarterback. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Be happy. Be happy with with Mister Irrelevant slash Mister Relevant. Like, yeah, I know. Listen, I, I am. I'm. I'm just, I'm just saying that because Patriot fans are blaming Mac, which I don't think it's really kind of his fault sometimes, but it is what it is. All right. Now, Ben, oh, my God. Okay, well, the Saints. Well, Garrett, Garrett, our boy Garrett, he's a Saints fan. Um, I'm, I'm just going to say this. Um, ben, okay, first of all, shout out to Chris Olave. That's number one. Uh, Saints defense, shout out to the Saints defense. Um, Bryce Sony needs help. Um, listen, I, I like Miles Sanders. Uh, Panther fans, I feel you. Um, I'm, I'm just going to tell the Panther fans this, Ben. Um, Panthers owner... Please be aggressive as signing receivers for Bryce Young, uh, because some players, uh, some fans out there now are saying, "Oh, Bryce Young sucks. Oh, he didn't have a good game. He had a good game last year, uh, last week." So I'm getting tired of it, Ben. I mean, Ben, you, you saw it coming because you were you were even not high on the receivers on the Panthers. So Ben, I want to hear your thoughts. Shout out to Tony Jones Jr. By the way. Chris Olave made a great catch in this game. Saints defense is for real. Derek Carr, you got to be better. But I think you'll be better with Alvin Kamara back probably after next week. So, Ben, your thoughts? And Bryce Sunday needs more receivers, man. It's, it's obvious from this game. Yeah, Bryce, I mean, I was telling you on draft night, the second Carolina traded that pick, we, we knew they were taking a quarterback. We just didn't know which one. Um, you know, there was a lot of buzz that, Frank Wright's never had a quarterback shorter than 6'3 or 6'4 or some shit yeah. like that. So everyone was like, oh, it's going to be CJ. It's going to be CJ. It's going to be CJ. And then, like, the week bef- the week of the draft, everyone said, nope, it's Bryce. It's Bryce Young. And I knew in my head, whoever goes to Carolina is going to suck. And they're going to suck for a while. And uh, you were right. O-line fucking is atrocious. It's bad. Uh, wide receiving core is super young, yeah, and super inexperienced. Not saying that it doesn't have talent, it's just super young. And Ben, they don't even have a number one receiver. John Domingo is a rookie. Um, yeah. Terrence Marshall is in his like second year. Um, Laviska Chenault has potential but hasn't lived up to it. No, uh, Adam Thielen's 35, 36 years old. Um, you know, and Adam Thielen's his number one guy at the moment. You know, he, ben, he kept he kept finding them from here here and there. Yeah, even their tight end room is is pretty young and inexperienced. Like I believe the number one tight end is Tommy Tremble, who is in his like second or third year in the league. Yeah, but um, if Adam Thielen's your best weapon, then that's that's not good. Your defense isn't necessarily the best. They played relatively well. I mean, they, they only they only gave up what twenty one points in that game. Yeah, 20 point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, th- their defense is decent. They got some playmakers here and there. But, yeah, once I saw Bryce was going to Carolina on draft night, I knew it was going to be it's going to be tough on him for a couple years uh, until they fix all those holes. Um, if he would have gone to Houston, Houston, Houston he would he, he, he probably would have did exactly what CJ Stroud did on Sunday. Yeah, much yeah, much better receiving core, much better O line. Uh, you know, an Alabama Alabama connection with head coach and quarterback that would have been oh, yeah. great. Oh yeah. Um, 
It, it just would have been a better situation. He doesn't suck, Bryce Young. You can see that his ability, but also you can see he's he's limited with what's around him. Yeah, but you know, all fans on Twitter was going to do that every game, man. It, it is what it is. Um, now Browns and Steelers. Um, shout out to the Steelers defense, TD Watt. Um, and Matt, and Ben, I, I said it in last week's podcast. I'm gonna keep saying it again. And Samari's right about Matt Canada. He's not good. He's not good at TOC. And you saw you saw in that game, man. They Steelers pretty much won that game. Well, I'll just say this for Browns fans. First of all, Prince for Nick Chubb. That's number one. That was a horrible injury. That's number one. Um, number number two. Um, uh. Now, let me ask you this, Ben. Is Cleveland's defense legit? Because I like Jim Schwartz. No, I do. I really do. Um, now, let, let, let's keep it a bean. The, the reason why the Steelers um, scored the other points was because of their defense. Um, now, shout out to George Pickens. Um, listen, I'll say this. You might be right about Kenny Pickett, but I'm just going to hold off because Matt Canada is his OC. So that's and he's not great. No, and, Kenny Kenny Pickett's trash, bro. Oh, really? Okay, he's here trash, we go. So then, bro. Yeah. So, first of all, number one, number one. Now everybody's bro, like, I was. Now, every, I, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was watching him like catch like every time he'd hike the ball. I was just watching him catch the snap. Bro, this dude's hands are like half the size of the football, dude. <laughs> like he was having a hard time just catching the football. Yeah. 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 And, Ben, you told everybody that you weren't high on them. And Fuck then, it. When was the last quarterback with two gloves that succeeded? Oh, you're right. Good point. Good point. Very good point. Remember, Ben? Remember, Ben? He's got weapon. What's the excuse, right? Like, I know he doesn't have Deontay Johnson. I mean, Piggins, Piggins did play great last night, so I'll give him his credit there. Yeah. But I think they won because mostly, it was mostly their defense. Um, that defense getting... definitely won them that game. I think they had, what, an interception and three force fumbles? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, Ben, real quick. Now, people are getting at Deshaun Watson. Low-key, he had a decent game, ladies and gentlemen. It's just, I'm with Andrew, okay? That was a flag at the end. But at the end of the day, refs are going to make bad calls all the time. Listen, eventually, my team is going to get a bad call eventually. That's why. But thank God we've been winning, though. But, Ben, seriously, it, we, we see this shit every time. That was an unmissed call, but it is what it is. I feel bad for Cleveland fans. But at the end at the end of the day, here's, here's my thing with Cleveland, right? I understand you, they they missed Nick Chubb in that game because if they had Nick Chubb fully fully healthy in that game, they probably would have won the game, obviously. And Amari Mar- Cooper was yeah, cooking. Yeah, they would have won. Easily, easily. Nick Chubb was cooking them. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, you had Amari Cooper. Um but here's why I'm not really high on Cleveland. And I love their defense, by the way. Their defense is really good. That was a great hire for Jim Shorts. But it's just, bro, it's just Stefanski, bro. Did, did, no, Newsom, did Newsom ever come back in that game? Newsom. No. For no. Cleveland? No. 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 And it's like you said, Ben, those corners for Cleveland always get turned. I don't know how they do, but they always do. Um, but then overall, were you – here's my thing. Here's my thing. Is Cleveland defense legit? Or, or did they play against not a good play caller? Because a lot of Steelers fans are not high on Matt Canada. He's not a good OC. He's not. You look look at that game. That I mean, it's a simple offense. You know what's crazy, Ben? Matt Canada. He was the OC for Maryland, and he was not great in Maryland, by the way. Just to let you know, and he's not looking good as the OC for the Steelers right now either. So, Ben, how do you how do you feel about 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 this game? Um, uh, shout out to the Steelers. Great win. Um, they bounced back from a, a, losing big to the Niners. Um, they beat Cleveland. Um, so what's your thoughts? And 
I think Cleveland fans should come down on Deshaun Watson. Um, because listen, man, he played great week one, week two. I mean, shit, you lost to the Steelers in Pittsburgh and Cle- Cleveland. The, I mean, of course that's going to happen to you getting sacked because you don't have Jack Coughlin. He's out for the year, right, Ben? So there you go. So you know. Um, I think Cleveland's still got to play better. I definitely think Deshaun's got to start playing better. I agree. I agree. Um. Our boy Andrew. Uh oh. Uh oh. Our boy Andrew, man. He, he said the receiving core is deep. Remember? Yeah, he tried gassing up this receiving core. This receiving core is not anything crazy, bro. This this shit ain't top ten in the NFL. Right I got a question for you, Ben. Is your receiving core better than theirs? I I think so. You don't even have to ask that question to know the answer, dude. You yes, we are. We obviously have a much better but receiving Brad's core. Call you crazy, Moki gone. That's cool. How many, yeah, and go go put a paper paper bag back over your head. <laughs> uh, y- y'all y'all look much better as a fan base when y'all did that. Yeah, um, that. You could hide your embarrassment a lot better. They did that. They did that when they drafted Brandon. I'm sure. I'm sure they wanted to put them trash bags over their face after they blew that game. Well, they well, they, um, they put no Ben. They put those trash bags on their head because remember that Brandon we didn't pick. But keep going. It's all good. Yeah, to give up two two defensive touchdowns, a pick six, and a fumble recovery touchdown. Um, you're gonna lose that. You're gonna lose that every time. Um, Kenny Pickett didn't. Kenny Pickett could have thrown for one yard, and you're probably still gonna <laughs> win that game. One yard. <laughs> uh, Steelers, Steelers, though, man. That line is ass, dude. Yeah. Like. Najee has been there for what three years now, yeah. going on his third year, bro. He can't run the ball to save his life because he's got no protection. But you see what happens, Ben? They draft a running back and don't draft O lineman. Why? Come on, man. They draft the they draft a running back and a quarterback, but no O lineman. Doesn't make any sense. And meanwhile, it's all in the same year that all their offensive linemen retire. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. But um yeah, Browns did a great job running the ball. Uh, Deshaun didn't like he didn't do the worst job, but he could have done better. Um, they gotta hold that ball though. Three, like I said, three fumbles and a pick. Uh, that's terrible. You're gonna lose the game if you lose the turnover battle. Um, Elijah Moore made a nice little catch on the sideline. That was like his best catch of the day. He's gotta be, you know, and this is just talking to Andrew with all this. Like mm-hmm. Elijah Moore's gotta be a lot better. If I agree. If this team wants to be better, uh, Amari right. Cooper can't do it all himself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, David Bell, you know, he's got to be better or something. DPJ, he's got to be better. Like, be better. Yeah. David and Joku most definitely has to be better. Like, David and Joku, when he came into the NFL, is being talked about as like one of the next best top five athletes, tight end. Yeah. yeah. Like one of the next best athletic tight ends in football, right? I'm, I'm not saying like, that right now. No one said that he would be a good blocker. We knew he wouldn't, but we were like, oh, he's going to be one of the best pass-catching tight ends. You know, he's a great route runner, tremendous speed, yada, yada, yada. But he's been a little bit of a disappointment. Yeah. Like, he's had nice plays and stuff, for sure. I don't want to discredit discredit him in that way, but he's not consistent. No, he's Um, not. You know, sometimes you wonder, like, does he care more about football or does he care more about what color his hair looks that game? Oh, hey, okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Browns need more than 
than just Amari Cooper. He was can't he do everything. Like, wait, was he playing like this in, 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 in Miami or the Hurricanes or no? Was he playing good in Miami? He was playing really well in Miami. That's why he got drafted in, like, the second round. Interesting. Interesting. Well, oh, good luck to the guy, man. I mean, hopefully he plays well throughout the season because they, they need something uh, instead of Amari Cooper, man, because Amari Cooper stepping up almost every game. Somebody's got to step up, either David Bell, like you said, or Elijah Moore. They can't step up, then. Then Elijah, and then I guess another Bama receiver's got to lead, man. Got to lead the role. So there you go. Now, with that being said, let's go with our picks because I don't want to talk about the Cowboys and Jazz. I mean, of course, they listen, man. I mean, we knew that the Cowboys were going to win that game, and uh, we knew the Giants were going to win against the Cardinals because the Cardinals are tanking. Now, with that being said. I'm still shocked the Cowboys put up 30 on that defense. Yeah, 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 and yeah. That's why people are hiring them. That's why a lot of people are, are having them as the favorites to go to the Super Bowl. So we shall see if that, that's going to be facts in the postseason. Now, with our picks, I'm going to write this down. Giants at Niners on Thursday. I got the Niners. They're favored by 10. I got Niners. What about you, Ben? Without Saquon Barkley, obviously. No Saquon? Dang, yeah. Niners. Yep. Fal- be careful with this game. This could go either way. Falcons at the Lions. And I got Lions at home, but but Ben, any given Sunday, can the Falcons upset? All the Falcons got to do is run the ball, and it could be some towards that Lions defense. I mean, with no pro- with, I mean, listen, what I'm hearing, the Lions have got no pass rush right now. But we, but Ben, we heard Hutchins, Hutchinson is a pass rusher. Shit. But anyways, what do you got? Falcons at so Lions. So th- this should be a good game. I do do think so. Um, Detroit hasn't been the best. Pass defense or pass defense so far. They, they have been really well at stopping the run, so I'll be I'll be shocked. I'll be interested to see if they can stop Bijan and Tyler Algier. Um, if they can make this a game where Desmond Ritter has to win it, uh, that gives the Lions the best chance. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see what Desmond Ritter and and Drake London and Kyle Pitts do in this game. Yeah, and especially especially now with CJ Gardner Johnson out, uh, you know I, I want to see if Drake London can take advantage of that. They should. They should be able to. So, so you got Falcons. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go Falcons. I'm gonna go Falcons. Oh, with the upset. Okay, yeah, man. Okay. I'm gonna go Falcons. Okay. All right. Chargers at Vikings. Chargers better win this one in Minnesota. I got Chargers. I got Chargers, dude. I don't think the Charger the Vikings defense is gonna be able to stop that passing offense. I agree. What I'm with you. Saints at Packers. Good game. Um, I got Saints. If I'll say this, I'll say this. If Christian Watson plays, I might pick the Packers, but I got Saints for now in Green Bay. Uh, this is a you know Jordan Love's first time against that that defense. Uh-huh. Uh, Saints are a very very tough team to play up to play yes, against, are. let alone it being your first time ever playing them. So I'm gonna take the Saints. Texans at Jaguars. I got Jaguars in Jacksonville. I got Jaguars. Broncos at Dolphins got Miami. Let's go to it. 3-0. Miami is going 3-0, and uh, Bronco Country Let's Ride is going 0-3. Uh, oh, so two of the MVP discussion? Yeah, there you go. Not, not, not MVP. Let's calm down on that. <laughs> you never know. Man, you never know. Like KG says, anything possible. Anything's right, possible. Yes, sir. Titans and Browns. I'm going with – ooh, good game. Oh, shit. I'm going with Cleveland in, in Cleveland. Yeah, if this game was in Tennessee, I'd probably take Tennessee, but I'm going to go Cleveland as well. Buffalo. Ooh, we're going to find out if the commanders are for real in this game. B, 
Bills at the Washington Commanders. Here's my thing. My advice for Sam Howell: protect the ball. And listen, when you get it, when you're getting rushed, just throw the ball away, man. Sam Howell, you got to play perfect. I'm not gonna lie, Ben. I'm choosing Beanie over Ken Dorsey because the Bills they miss Brian Dable. No shit, right? But anyways, I'm going Bills. But Ben, I hope the Commanders win this game because if the Commanders beat the Bills, the Commanders are legit and the league should watch out. Ben, go ahead. Um, the only way the only way we'll win this game is if we do a good job limiting Josh Allen's uh, running attack, and we can limit him to stay stay within the pocket and and put pressure on him for every throw, uh, and then we got to be able to play turnover free football. Um, if we can do those two things, we have a chance at winning this game. The game is at home. Uh, it's going to be packed. It's going to be packed. It's going to be super packed. If we can get to Josh Allen and make him feel uncomfortable, there were a couple of times like we would get to Russ, but we wouldn't get to Russ. Like right. he would still have an ability to, or a pocket or a window that he could get and run out of to so remember, extend the ben, play. Remember, Bills ain't playing Scott um, Turner anymore. They ain't playing we, Scott we, we got to really, really collapse the pocket on Josh Allen. Uh, and, and really make sure he feels our, our, our pass rush. Uh-huh. Um, if we don't get to him, they're going to beat us. Um, so you got Bills? I'm going to take us. I'm going to take us. I'm going to take us every single week, but I do think the Bills might win. I think there's a lot that the commanders have to do to win. I'm going to take us regardless, but I do think the Bills probably do win. How's this? I think the game is going to be close because of the enemy. I, I, I don't think the game is close with, with Scott Turner. How about that? At least, at least yeah, at least the enemy does know the Bills from playing in that division with them, going up against them in the playoffs and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, so he, he's familiar with their defense. Uh, I think it should be an interesting game regardless. But, Ben, if they win this game, you are going to be excited for the podcast and the league. NFC, so watch out for the commanders if that happens. Now, anyways, coach at Ravens. I'm going Ravens in Baltimore. Yeah, I, I feel like Anthony Richardson probably not going to be not going to be playing this game. Uh, I, I feel like Gardner Minshew is just going to be a turnover monster. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to take the Ravens. Whoever has the Patriots defense, play play them because they're playing Zach Wilson. So, but I'll say this: if the Patriots lose to Zach Wilson, Lucas is going to be done. So, um, so I. Uh, Imagine the Patriots going on three. I don't see it, but so I got Patriots at New York. It's gonna so well, Ben is a bit. Well, can Zach Wilson beat the Patriots at home? I doubt it. But how do you feel? It's gonna be a super low scoring game. Mm. Super low scoring. Like I'm talking like twelve to nine or something. Twelve seven. Damn. Um, Patriots though. I got my boy Mac Jones. But if Zach Wilson win this game, Lucas is gonna quit. I bet you. All right now. All right, anyways, I'm sorry about that. Hopefully this doesn't happen next week. All right, Panthers, Seattle, at Seattle. Who? Panthers at Seattle. Panthers. I've got Seattle at Seattle. 
Bears at Chiefs. I think it's easy. Chiefs. You said Bears, Chiefs? Yeah. Chiefs. That's easy. Cow- this is easy. Cow- oh, my goodness. This is a 4 o'clock game. Look at that, Ben. Cowboys, Cardinals. Yeah, Cowboys. Cowboys, Cardinals, Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Steelers. Oh, my goodness, Ben. Jimmy G versus Kenny Pickett. Sunday night football. It's amazing, right? Jimmy G versus who? Kenny Pickett in Las Vegas. Uh, I'll take the Raiders. So do I. You know why? Because 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 Matt Canada is gonna his offense is gonna look it's gonna look he's gonna look the Raiders defense look good. So I got the Raiders. I got the Raiders too. I'm very confident of saying that too. And they're at home too. Now Eagles at Tampa Bay. We're gonna find out how good Tampa Bay is. Now, I expect Baker just towards the Eagles secondaries. What do you got? I'm going Eagles, but I'm set for Tampa Bay. You never know, Ben. Will Baker Mayfield show up on Monday Night Football? Um, this is gonna be a good game in Tampa Bay. Baker versus who? Eagles in Tampa Bay. Oh, Eagles. Come on, man. You, you're but taking Hill again? But ba- I know, but Ben. You're taking Tampa Eagles. Bay? No, hell no. I got Eagles. I got Eagles, obviously. Oh, okay, but I'm, okay, just, okay. I'm just saying. But Ben, look, it's a Monday Night Football game. And it, oh, you know, it, but, ba- but, but, but Ben, I'm, I'm just saying, maybe Baker might towards the secondary for the Eagles. You never know. They're banged up. You never know. Shit. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know Josh Allen, that reporter, man. If the Bucks win that game, he's gonna go get his pom poms, man. But anyways, Rams at Bengals. I'll say this: it's easy, man. If Baker um, Mayfield starts the season three and zero, I'll get you a cookie. Really? Oh, thank you. Oh, a Charizard cookie? Shout out, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, <laughs> Rams. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. The Rams at Bengals. Well, Joe Burrow does not play. Obviously, we got the Rams. But I got Rams regardless. I think Puka's going to have a good game again. Uh, the Bengals, I think they're falling apart, man. They missed Jesse Bates, and Burrow is getting injured, man. It's, a, it's unfortunate because he got paid. So, Ben, I'm really confident the Rams are going 2-1, man. Aaron Aaron Donald knows this Bengals team also well. Uh, Joe Burrow is going to be terrified having to see Aaron Donald in his face all game. Yep. Um, Matthew Stafford is getting a, is having to play an even easier Bengals. Yep. Uh, that that, that Bengals secondary in Super Bowl is a lot tougher than it is right now. Um, I expect the Rams to win this game. Uh, just to remind you, Rams uh, 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 got Bang, uh, Rams. I got Rams. I got Eagles. We both got Eagles. The, oh, I got we both got the Raiders. I, we both got Cowboys. Um, ben got the Patriots. We also got the Patriots as well. I, I got Ravens. I, we both got Ravens. Ben's got the Commanders. I got Bills. Um, I got Browns over. We both got the Browns, by the way. Uh, I, I got the Dolphins. We both got Dolphins. We both got the Jaguars. We both got the Saints. Uh, we both got the Chargers. And we both um, Ben's got the Falcons. I got the Lions. And we both got Niners. So there you go, Ben. Um, ben, you can tell everybody every, – uh, your social media, everybody can follow you. Also, are you doing an article for the Colorado and USC game and also the Oregon and Colorado game? So shout out to Colorado because I think they're, um, the college game day is gonna also going to be at the Oregon game as well. But go ahead. Yeah, so you can follow me uh, at the Sports Veteran on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really post too much on, on Instagram. A lot of my shit talking and little small little article previews are on, on Twitter. Um, you can follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, that's where I write all my all my articles. Um, it's just at Benjamin. 
Uh, mm-hmm. I will be writing an article about the the, the Oregon uh, Colorado game because uh, I want to be able to touch on the absence of, of Travis Hunter. Uh, I think it's mm-hmm. going to play a, a pretty big, significant impact for them, especially against um, Bo Nix. Yep. And, it's, and this is going to be the toughest matchup that they've. So, uh, yes. I'll definitely be writing a piece about that. I'll definitely be writing a piece about the USC game as well. Obviously, your two Heisman or two of your Heisman front runners going up against each other in Shador and then Caleb Williams. So, that's that's going to be a great matchup in itself. But um, appreciate doing this podcast with you like always every Tuesday for, for this season. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, this is just the start of the, of the beginning of the football season. It should only get better, which means these episodes should only get better. Of course, of course, man. And keep doing what you're, keep doing your stuff in your LinkedIn, man. You're doing a great job. Keep doing what you're doing, man. And also, I love you. Shout out to the audience again. Love y'all. You guys can follow me at Respectable Vink and also at Vincide, V-I-N-C-E-S-A-I-Z-824. And this is episode 58. This will be uploaded after, uh, pretty much after, uh, pretty much in five minutes. So, Ben Fair, have a great week. Good luck to the Commanders. Hopefully, they can go three zero. Um, my team better to go three zero against the Giants. But Ben, have a good week. I'll see you next Tuesday. And guys, you can catch me tomorrow with my boy Kev, my boy Josh, and my boy Lucas Gainer and some Mars. I'm a busy man tomorrow. So, with that being said, Ben, have a good week. I'll see you next Tuesday. Peace. Peace.